0: ESPN 1550 KICS and this is the coaches pregame show now let's go to the field for tonight's game
1: A pair of three and two schools meet tonight as the Hastings Tigers host the Alliance Bulldogs. We're pleased to spend a few minutes with Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Coach, uh, you get the big overtime win on the road at Seward last week. Was the team able to carry over any of that momentum into, into practice this week?
2: Yeah, I feel like we've had a really good week of practice, and uh, we definitely needed to. Uh, we got plenty of stuff to work on from last week, but uh, Alliance has a good ball club, and uh, we needed to get better and get ready to go.
1: Well, you've got five games under your belt now, and I'm sure you got a pretty good sample size of what this team is. How do you evaluate the the Tiger season so far?
2: Well, I, you know, I think uh, you know you look at our record and you look at the opponents and, and the scores. I mean, we could very easily be five and five and zero, oh, and we're not. But uh, you know, that falls on us. I don't think we did the things we needed to do in those losses. But uh, I feel really good where we're at. Uh, you know, this is a big game tonight. Uh, we've got to make sure that uh, we go out and play well because they've got a nice club.
1: Uh, most of your your yards last week came through the air. There was a good attempt to run the football. It looks like. Uh, what was it? Just a, a matter that you guys were struggling to to get anything going against a, a sewer defense? There.
2: Yeah, you know, we we really struggled in the first half, especially. Um, a lot of it was uh, not doing the right thing. You know, we didn't uh, didn't execute what we needed to do. Uh, part of it was they had a nice, uh, a nice defensive front and some linebackers, so uh, we got pushed around a little bit. But then the uh, second half, you know, we uh, kind of found our matchup that we liked. We uh, got Kate Adler the ball quite a little bit, and some other guys made some plays, and uh, we just executed a lot better. Um, and then I think, you know, our last play in overtime was a, was a 10-yard run right up the gut on a trap, and we executed that one perfectly.
1: Well you mentioned the slow start here, and, and I know the the week before you guys scoring in every quarter uh what are what are some positives you've taken from the the team the last two weeks?
2: Well, you know I think last, this past week, I mean just uh, uh the competitiveness of our kids to to come back from being down twenty eight to seven in the third quarter uh that doesn't happen very often in in any level, but uh, especially high school ball but uh, uh, so you know our resolve was very good. Um, you know, we, we talked at halftime about uh, that, that first half wasn't the team that, that we had seen all year. Um, and we played a lot better in the second half. And then the week before, uh, you know, we just had a, a couple of uh, block punts, obviously, when we lost to Sydney. And other than that, we played fairly well most of the game. So, um, you know, I think uh, a lot of it for us, just being consistent through four quarters and, and executing what we're supposed to do.
1: How much would you like to see this team maybe get out to an early lead here this week, and maybe just kind of set the tone early?
2: Well, I think that's important in every game, but uh, you know, I think this is uh, this Lions team is one that uh, I mean, you got to hang with them. You got to hang with them uh, for four quarters because they're going to battle the whole time, and um, you know, it's going to be a dogfight for the whole game. And, and uh, I don't know if anybody's going to jump out on a lead on anybody, but uh, I think you just got to hang around and then not make the mistakes because that's how you win it.
1: Well, nine penalties last week. There were ten the week before. And talk about the need to limit mistakes against a good football team like Alliance.
2: Yeah, we have really struggled in that area, and, and a lot again, a lot of that's our focus. Um, you know, we've just had uh, uh, guys that are on the ball on defense. We we jump or something like that, and then holdings on offense. I mean, penalties is just really hurt us. Um, you, you're just you're not going to be able to get away with that um, on a weekly basis. We kind of have, and I'm not sure how. Um, but uh, we've got to do a better job of that, and, and a lot of that is just you know really executing what you're supposed to be
1: doing. Well, I know when I played in high school, that's something I struggled with was penalties. How do you how do you fix that? Can you fix that in practices?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think uh, the only way I know how is uh, when you have penalties, you you get on the line and run, and you start tracking it in practice. But uh it's just attention to detail. It really is, and. Uh, Um, I think at times we do a really good job of that, and then there are just times that we don't. So um, we've got to make sure that uh, we're focused for the entire game, and and that's how you beat your opponents.
1: All right. Again, uh, Head Coach Charlie Shoemaker joining us. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Coach Shoemaker All right, we're back here with head coach Charlie Shoemaker as the Hastings Tigers prepare for the Alliance Bulldogs tonight. This is a football team coach that has a couple of senior running backs that can burn an offense quickly. What have you seen on film from these guys that they do well?
2: Um, I think they're very good offensively. Uh, they do a really nice job of running the football, and they've got uh, some studs at their receivers. So think, you know, they kind of rely on those big plays with those guys. So. Um, we definitely have to make sure we've got some checks for their formations to get in the right uh, look defensively uh, to give us the best chance uh, to stop their running game. That's, that's what they want to do. They've got a nice offensive line that uh, that does a really good job. They're physical and they're aggressive, and, and we're going to have to be ready to, to battle.
1: It looks like this is a game that's going to come down to battle the trenches, like most football games here. Uh, how much are you asking of your big men this week?
2: Well, yeah, I ask a lot of them every week, you know, and uh, we've steadily gotten better. Uh, we're still not where we need to be uh, to beat the top teams in, in the class, but uh, uh, we're getting better, you know, and that's, uh, our passing game is really good right now, so we've got to continue to protect uh, Vinny at the quarterback spot, um, and we've got to make sure that we can, you know, really establish a sufficient run game to uh, take the pressure off the pass.
1: As far as Alliance's offense, uh, they've run a couple different quarterbacks back there. Are you Are you planning to see two, or is that just because of an injury there?
2: Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but uh, the guy they got there right now is a kid, and um, he's the guy. I mean, he's a, he's a good player. Uh, he's a junior, I believe, uh, terrific athlete, uh, just a real, real good football player, and he plays corner form on defense. So I think this is the guy they're settling on, and um, you know, he's been doing that I think the last three weeks maybe, but uh, um, he, he does a nice job of running the offense and, and doing some good things. So uh, he's going to be a handful, and we got to make sure we know what he's doing.
1: You mentioned your quarterback, Vinny Schmidt. I know he's had a good season so far, completing sixty-two percent of his passes this season. What kind of challenges is he going to face with this Alliance defense?
2: Well, I, I think he's going to see—he's uh, going to see pressure. He's going to see physicality with those guys. Uh, uh, they're going to—they're going to try to get after him, I imagine. And uh, but we feel like uh, with our receivers, and uh, we've got a good matchup there. That's going to give us our best chance, and um, and, and then we're going to have some. Uh, uh, we're going to make them defend the whole field. I think that's really important with a team like this, to make them defend the entire field and um, and not be predictable.
1: Can, can you run the football this week against this team? Do you think uh, that'll be something that uh, you maybe can get a little more balance on offense?
2: Yeah, you know, we'd like to be in that 50-50 range as far as yards go, and it kind of happened up until uh, last week. But uh, uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a necessity for us to run the football. I think we can. I think we've got some things uh, – in our playbook that will uh, work. We just have to execute, but uh, nothing's going to come easy. I mean, it may be three or four yards, three or four yards, and then hopefully uh, as the game wears on, we can, uh, you know, extend that a little bit to, to eight yards. So, um, you know, they're a solid defense, and, and we're going to have to make sure that we're on our game.
1: Well, Coach, uh, you're playing this game on a non-school day, and I just wonder is there any concern from the coach's perspective uh, with focus on, on a non-school day?
2: Um, every week for me with focus, so <laughs> I don't know if they, having school or not having school makes a difference. But uh, yeah, we'll bring them in in the morning and uh, get them out of bed and stretch them out a little bit, and then turn them loose and bring them back about four o'clock. Have our team meal and try to keep it as normal as we possibly can. And um, you know, I think uh, a normal schedule for, for kids is, is very important. Um, and we'll uh, we'll definitely do that. And uh, and and that typically has worked for us in the past.
1: All right, again, it's Hastings versus Alliance tonight on ESPN 1550 KICS. Coach Shoemaker, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck this week. Bye, right, thank you. You've been
0: listening to the Coach's Pregame Show. Stay tuned. Play by play coverage is up next on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings.
5: Working with Mary Lanning is like being with family.
6: You know everyone that you work with. Um, you know a little bit about them, you know about their family. It's just a natural thing.
7: That's the strength of Morrison Cancer Center and Mary Landing Hospital, the diversity, because you're pulling challenge from different parts of the world.
8: We have the best doctors and nurses around, so I think that patient can have the best treatment near home.
6: We're all interested in different things, but we complement one another. I think we make a great combination because we speak to different strengths.
5: Cancer patients are amazing.
7: It's very important to be there for them in these tough, tough times as their friend as well as their doctor.
9: Mary Lining Healthcare, your care, our inspiration.
0: High School Football is brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters, local business supporting local youth and local athletics.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome into High School Football Friday night. We are at Hastings College tonight for this Hastings High matchup as they take on the Alliance Bulldogs. Both these teams coming in with a record of three and two identical records. They've uh, almost had identical seasons, even winning... On the uh, exact same weeks, just about every week. Not every week, but pretty close to it. Uh, two different styles of offense that we're going to see tonight as uh, Alliance likes to run the football. ACs they're trying to run the football. But uh, they've done a very good job passing all season long, led by their senior quarterback. I'm Brandon Peoples, glad to be with you here tonight, as I'm joined by my partner, Caleb Henry. Caleb, uh, another exciting night, going to be one of the the chillier nights uh, of the season.
3: Absolutely. Right now it's 68 degrees as we get close to kickoff here. And from what I'm looking at, it should get down close to 61, 60 degrees by 9 o'clock. So that tells you temperature is going to drop as the game goes on for for Hastings, as it gets colder, are they still going to be able to sling the ball around? And as Alliance tries to run that power game, are they going to maybe cough it up a little bit as people get a little bit colder? For fall in Nebraska, it's been a little bit warmer than maybe people are used to. This is right now one of the chillier nights so far this season.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. And Alliance, they know all about chilly. They play out in the panhandle, so it shouldn't be a problem for them. But, uh, you know, as we mentioned, two different styles of football we're going to see here tonight
3: they got a couple
1: of uh, really big running backs in their backfield. Uh, We're talking about Alliance, Tyler Trout and uh, Jack Matolka. They've been carrying the load all season.
3: Yeah, usually you see with a lot of the high schools anymore, they will list their players as just running backs. They'll have one running back, two running backs. Alliance actually lists their players as a tailback and a fullback. They're going to run power football, and they want to run the ball as much as possible. You're going to see them huddle up, run the ball, huddle up, run it again, which is in stark contrast to what you're going to see out of Hastings, who, if you look at season numbers, what Alliance does running the ball, Hastings does passing the ball. And for both of these teams is going to be can they find a balance in this game and what can they do against these defenses, which on their own are also very, very good.
1: Absolutely. You know, Hastings uh, coming off of an overtime win last week, they beat Seward by a score of 35-28. to That's a game they actually came back in late in the game. I talked with Coach Shoemaker here in the pregame interview, and he says, you know, they want to have every week you want to get out to a quick start. They just weren't able to do that last week. They're looking for some consistency tonight.
3: And a lot of their players, as we were talking about uh, before we came on the air, Hastings had the day off. Is that going to be something that maybe plays into it for some of these players, having a full day off before coming to a college venue, playing a with identical records in Alliance here in district play? It's a must-win every week at this point to try to get into the playoffs. Hastings definitely needs to not have a letdown. And as they come back, they'll play back-to-back home games, I believe. So it'll be really good for them to start out this two-game home stand with a victory tonight.
1: Let's take a look at the uh, starting lineups here as we get set to uh, kick this one off for you. I believe Alliance is going to res- kick off. They're going to kick off. Okay, so let's give you the uh, let's give you Alliance's defensive starters, and we'll start across the uh, the line. They'll go with uh, Adrian. Montemayor, a 225-pound senior at defensive tackle. The other tackle will be Caleb Nielsen. He is a 6'3", 250-pound senior. The defensive ends, Lane Lauder, a 230-pound, 6'4", senior. And Gage Rolls, a 265-6'2", senior. Linebackers, uh, the middle linebackers are Bailey Hood, 6'1", 195 pounds, and a sophomore. Bryant Wilson, six foot, 175 pounds, and a junior. The outside linebackers are Tyler Trout, a 5'8", 180-pound senior, and Jack Matulka, 5'11", 195-pound senior. The uh, <laughs> cornerbacks, cornerbacks, Owen Shelman, 5'8", 135-pound junior, and Brody Brennan, a six Six foot three inch, 195 pound senior. The safety is Brendan Bramer, a six foot 180 pound senior. We'll get you the Hastings offensive starters here in a moment as we get set to kick things off. Alliance, by the way, coached by Chris Seabong.
3: Not something you see every game. An interior lineman is also the kicker for Alliance. That's
1: Adrian Montemayor. A couple of Hastings receivers back deep. And it is an uh, end over end kick going to be scooped up. At the uh, five yard or the ten yard line, and run up to the thirty yard line by Connor Lauks He gets about a twenty yard return, and the Hastings offense coming out. Let's run through their starters real quick. First across the offensive line, they'll go with uh, Michael Shaw, five foot nine, hundred eighty five pound junior. Austin Zexer, a five foot ten, two hundred forty pound senior. Keyshawn Hunt, six foot four, two hundred forty pounds, and a sophomore. Austin Craig, 6'5", 265 pounds and a senior. And Juan Bueno, 5'10", 220 pounds, senior. Get you the rest of the starters here in a moment as it's first and 10 for Hastings. Quarterback Schmidt in the short pistol, looking to, being rushed, uh, looking right. Escapes the pressure. Now running to his left, goes out to the 30, now to the 35. Makes something out of nothing as he runs up to the 36-yard line.
3: He was pursued there by Lane Lauder, who had a lot of pressure in the background. He's into the backfield. He's one of the bigger guys in that line,
1: and he got through without a, without an issue on the very first play. So about have got the other starters here. Connor Laux, 140-pound junior, and Cade Adler, the other receiver. He's 175 pounds and a senior. Zane Bender, also a starter. He's a 6-foot-4-inch senior. As Hastings quickly back to the line of scrimmage, out of the short pistol, second down and four from the 36 yard line. Second play of the drive, Schmidt looking right, has a man open, caught out there in the flat. I believe that's Louts with the reception. Actually, that's Adler. Check that. So Adler has his first catch of the game. It is a good to move the chains. First down, ten to go. The uh, other running backs: Tate Pfeiffer, five eight hundred seventy-five pound sophomore. Tight end, Alex Schrock, 5'10", 180-pound junior. And, of course, the quarterback is Vinny Schmidt, 5'11", 165-pound senior. The Tigers are coached by Charlie Shoemaker. So third play of the drive, Hastings at at their own 46 on first and 10. Schmidt looking to his left, rolls out to his right now, has some running room, and he's going to get close to the first-down marker as he rushes out of bounds. Picks up about eight.
3: That time, Jack... Matolka, one of the linebackers, brought some pressure through there. Forced, uh, forced Schmidt out of the pocket, but he's doing a great job finding his own running lanes as he gets to the outside. Alliance really sticking to those uh, Hastings Tigers receivers,
1: giving Schmidt a lot of time and room to run. So the Tigers will have it second down and two. to go, opening quarter, just underway. No score, Hastings with the ball. And now the handoff right up the middle. And up for a couple of yards there is Tate Pfeiffer able to pick up the first down, moves the chains,
9: the 40 for
1: and he gets five yards on that carry.
9: Six yard first down to the at the Alliance 40 yard line.
1: So the Tigers now into Alliance territory, first time of the night. You mentioned Vinny Schmidt having himself quite a season here. He has uh, got this team looking good on this first drive, first and ten. They're going to go with three receivers out here to the left. Going deep now. Schmidt's got a man open if he can connect, but it's just a little bit overthrown. Kate Adler going up the sidelines, and that was just about a couple yards out of his reach. They really pulled the
3: the secondary up with a few short plays, Schmidt being able to run out of the pocket on his own. They they did a running play up the middle, and all of that secondary really sucked in. Adler with some great speed, and he's a, got good size on the outside as well, really put
1: his defender on his hip, got passed just a little bit overthrown. First incompletion. By the way, Schmidt completing about 62% of his passes this season. It's pretty good, for the high school level. And uh, now fakes the running play and goes with the, uh, looks like a short screen pass out to the left side. Connor Lauks hauls Mid-match, it in and gains a couple yards, but uh, it looked like the defense really pursued that one perfectly. So it brings up third down and seven. All of a sudden, the big, big plays aren't coming up for the Tigers as the Alliance defense is closed in. They're at the Alliance 38, third and seven. Going to spread it out here. One receiver to the left, one to the right. Man in motion now, that's Lauchs. Vinny Schmidt rolling out, looking to pass, being pressured. Now tries to escape and is able to. going to haw- hawk it down the field, and, boy, nobody opened down there. Just had to get rid of it and avoid the sack.
3: Big hit there by Lane Lauder. There was a few guys in pursuit. Schmidt did a good job to avoid them but he just yeah, managed to get that, on that one test. away, threw, threw it away, save the, save the possession, get the punt team out onto the field. Or maybe they'll go for fourth here, but he took a big
1: hit at the end of that one too. Yeah, they're kind of in that weird part of the field here, but it looks like they will punt. They've got it at the Alliance 38, so maybe try to pin them deep here. They're looking to kick it away. It's, uh uh, well, that's McLean Witte. Check that. That's uh, Quentin Sinek. And the end-over-end kick going to sail into the end zone. So they're not going to gain a ton of yards there. Six, six, about hunt, about 18 the after the punt goes back. into the end zone and flip sides.
10: 10, Still
3: a, a successful first series. You saw that they could move the ball. They had some time to throw over the top as well. And now we'll see what the defense can do against this power running
1: attack from Alliance. Owen Shelmadine is the quarterback. He will lead this team down the field. Of course, we don't expect him to pass a whole lot with this great running attack they have. They will show their first offensive set, spreading things out, man in motion. And the handoff goes right up the middle, and a bunch of Tigers waiting right on one of the backs there. We'll see who that is. Their tailback, Tyler Trout, just an ISO to the right side, and
3: that's exactly what they want to do. Just one-yard gain there, but going, their plan is to wear you down. That one yard will turn into four, and then six, and then more as it goes on, if they stick to script.
1: And now it's second down and nine. Quarterback under center. Handoff goes to the left side. This time, Jack Matolka, ball ball carrier. Picks up some tough yardage up to the 27, it looks like. It's a gain of six. It'll be third down and three. Quarter down at three. Lions going to spread it out. Three receivers out to the right, one to the left. Trout looks like the lone setback. The quarterback going to keep it this time. Goes right up the middle. Ooh, he's going to be close. I think he's got it. It'll have to depend on the spot here. And they're going to give him the first down.
9: First down at 10 for Bulldog. Balls over around 30-yard line.
1: So Lions has it at their own 30 yard line.
3: Three plays, three different ball carriers.
1: Yeah, they like to run the football, the Bulldogs. Now the ball was a low snap, it looked like. I thought maybe it was on the ground, but the uh, running back able to take it. Matulka and gets a couple.
9: On the carry. Stop it for 27, David so eight.
1: second down, and about eight to go.
9: Along with two, Brian Ward.
3: They're not afraid to give the ball to anyone to run it back there. That's already two runs for the fullback, and that's something they're going to do. They'll they'll run that trap and give it quickly to the fullback, or let him lead
1: through and run that ISO. They've got Matolka back in there again. He's the lone setback, and now this time they're going to option or they're going to go with the Brody Brennan, different uh, person this time. The receiver going to run it out to the left side and doesn't gain a whole lot, but it is positive yardage. It'll be third down and about six to go. Two yard up third
9: down and five.
1: Fifth play of the drive there. This, uh, we've got the sixth one coming up. This time the quarterback going to line up in the shotgun. Two receivers out here to the near side. they got a man in motion now going left to right. And the quarterback, that's Shelma Dine, looking to throw. Being pressured, he's going to get sacked. No, he gets out of it. And now... A different Hastings player brings pressure, and let's see who that was.
3: Looks like Zane Bender got through, finished it off at the end. That's a, now it's going to be fourth down short cab ride. Definitely a, a punting situation on this end of the field.
1: Well, Hastings defense holds. And coming back here to receive the kick for Hastings, let's see. I uh, can't see their names are right in front of us, but they're turned sideways. So, going to be hauled in there. Looks like Connor Lauks takes it at the 35 to the 40. Now to the, turns it up the field up to the 20. And he's up to the 18 yard line. A nice return. As he took that from about his own 40. So, do the math there, that's about a 30 yard return.
9: A block
1: against a return team. Ooh, an illegal block there. In the the flag came in, in on the far side of the field, so they wipe that away. First penalty of the game comes here at the six thirty-eight mark. Again, no score here as we are in the first quarter. First
9: penalty to the Tigers ball at Alliance forty-one yard
1: line. So that backs him up about fifteen yards. First and 10 from the Alliance 41. Hastings has had good field position here to start. And Schmidt hands it off and quickly hitting the backfield is Tate Pfeiffer. No chance to go anywhere. Alliance players got
3: right through the line. They've been getting pressure so far through through this four, first quarter on that one. Jack Matolka didn't waste any time getting to the backfield, stood him up, and just stopped all forward momentum within a couple seconds of the snap.
1: So Hastings backed up to the 43-yard line after the loss of two. Vinny Schmidt going to line up again the shotgun. Two receivers, one man in the slot, one out here to the left. Handoff goes up the middle again. I think that's Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer yeah, Pfeiffer, the ball carrier, gets the uh, at least one of the two yard yards left. back. It'll bring up third down.
11: One yard gain brings up third down
1: at 11. The Tigers, that's something they have just not been able to get going the last few weeks is their running game. It's been pretty much about 70 30 in favor of the pass. Of course, any football coach wants to have balance if you can. Makes you less predictable. Three receivers set here as Schmidt looking to pass. Looks left. Nothing there. Going right. Has a man open. It's caught out there by Cade Adler
9: near the 30-yard line. He
1: hauls it in. First down, Hastings.
9: And they'll move the chains. First down at 10 Tigers. Balls at the 28-yard line.
1: So this is the uh, furthest penetration that Hastings has had so far. Up to the Alliance 28. All set up, spreading things out. One back, right behind the quarterback, and they're going to fake the handoff pass going to the left, intended they're for Connor Laux, slips Lous right through his hands, lead. and it's incomplete, second down. they always get kind of nervous when you throw sideways because if you, if it's a lateral that's a live ball it was thrown just well ahead though and a whistle here and uh not sure what we had there maybe equipment thing but they're lined up now second down ten five eleven to go in the first quarter no score Vinny Schmidt Hopping out of the shotgun looking for Laux to the left and just just slipped through his hands again.
3: They're really trying to beat their defenders out into the flats on the last couple of plays, and they do have some running space. Alliance is giving them a couple yards, but that's also where they've been bunching everything up in the middle. Really hard for Hastings to get this run game going, and if they're just going to continue to throw out into the flats, Alliance is going to start sucking up those corners.
1: Tiger's going to try again here. They'll have... Adler out to the right, Laux and Bender out here on the left side. Laux is the slot receiver. Pfeiffer the lone setback. He'll get the handoff this time up the middle. Pivots around at the 25, gets a little open space to the 20, and tucks it in and gets up to about the 16-yard line. Good run there by Pfeiffer, and that's the best run so far of the game for either team.
3: Big third down conversion there. Moves them into the red zone for the first time tonight. Hastings looking to draw first blood.
1: We're at the 457 mark here in the first quarter. Hastings and Alliance. Again, they'll send out Adler to the right. Bender and Laux over here on the near side. And they'll go with the jet sweep this time as it goes to Laux up to the right side. Turns up the field and gets gain through a couple tacklers, five. getting some positive yards. It's a gain of about five or six. Bring up second down and five to go.
3: Right now, Alliance is hitting seven guys in the box. Leaving their corners a little bit stranded out there. If Hastings is to sling the ball around, that's what's causing some running issues. But right now, Hastings on the last couple plays is doing a pretty good job moving the ball on the ground.
1: Schmidt goes uh, fakes the handoff and is going to get sucked up in the backfield as he's knocked down. Gage rolls, able to pull him down by the ankle. Three-yard loss brings up third down and eight.
9: Correct at number 60.
1: Gage rolls. like they went with the. The read option that time, and the last moment he decided to keep it. And that was a bad decision because the lineman got right through there, 265 pounds.
3: Alliance so far through this first quarter doing a great job of getting pressure, finding the gaps, and getting to the quarterback.
1: Third down and eight. Schmidt again in the shotgun. He's got Pfeiffer to his left. He'll look to throw, rolling right, and it hits his target out there. Who turns up the field, that's Kate Adler. And Adler's got the first down inside the five-yard line.
3: Quickly, Adler, one of one of the better receivers for Hastings, making his mark right here. And it looks like Schmidt's really focusing on where Adler happens to be on the field. It's working out so far. He keeps finding him in spots. Now, now definitely within striking distance inside the
1: five. Yeah, they'll officially mark it at the four. They'll send out. So the same offensive set here, but this time uh, Pfeiffer behind the quarterback. And they'll fake the handoff, go out to the left side, and complete to Laux, who walks right into the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers. It's a nine-play drive. It goes for about uh, 41 yards, ending up with the... Four yard passing touchdown from Alex Pedroza, Schmidt to Lauks. And Hastings draws first blood.
3: That was another one of those where Alliance is really stacking the box and they really committed to the run fake that they had. And it was just a nice, easy pitch and catch for a touchdown.
1: And the PAT is good. So Hastings leading seven to nothing. That's Alex Pedroza knocking in the extra point. We'll have. Uh, More football coming up from Hastings High, Hastings
8: College, that is, after this. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings.
0: ESPN
1: 1550 KICS. Brandon Peoples and Caleb Henry with you back here, and uh, in Hastings as the Tigers lead seven to nothing. Getting ready to kick it off.
9: Here are the Tigers back deep for the Getting ready
1: to kick it off. Here are the Tigers back deep for Alliance. Brendan Bremer is uh, Brendan Bremer, as well as uh, Mason Hemstra It's a short kick, scooped up at about the 33-yard line. I don't know if the Tigers meant to do that, but falling on it is one of the upbacks. It looked
3: forward like Clinton Sintek was lined up Boston to kick, and yards. then right when everyone was moving to the line, Cade Dadler turned and it just a little pooch kick. Maybe Hastings trying to not give up the big
1: special teams play, at least here early. So we'll see what Alliance can do here on their second drive. Their last drive stalled with a punt. Three fourteen left here in the first quarter. Hastings leading 7-0. Uh, we'll stack up that line of scrimmage here as they'll run the football. Gives it off to Jack, McCool- Jack Matolko with a good run right up their left side. Going kind of between the tackle and guard. It's about six yards on the carry. Second down.
3: Connor Lauchs for Hastings in on the tackle there. And really, Matoka was dragging two or three Hastings Tigers
1: to pick up that, those six yards. Quarterback Owen Shelmadine under center. Getting set to handoff. No, Now fakes the handoff. Now rolls out to pass. Now we'll tuck it in and run. Lots of football. Football is on the ground, and Hastings recovers. It's the first turnover of the game. Just popped out of his hand and slipping down on it. Uh, Did you see who recovered that fumble?
3: I couldn't see. It looked like from up here, Zane Bender was definitely in on it.
1: Not sure if he was the one who walked away with it. So Hastings is going to start... This drive, right where they started their last drive at the Alliance 41-yard line. See if the Tigers can cash in. 2:34 to go. That was a quick turnover there. Vinnie Schmidt lines up in the pistol. Three receivers said they'll hand it off up the middle. Tate Pfeiffer spins around, gets through a couple blockers. Almost burned that one. Gets across the 25-yard line, a gain of about 18 yards.
3: Brendan Bremer, the safety in there, and really that's exactly what he did. He saved a touchdown with that, that tackle. And from all everything that's looked like the way Hastings was on their very first series to now, they are now running the ball
1: very, very well. We've been on the uh, north end of the field pretty much the entire game, just the way it's gone. Hastings going right to left. Schmidt gets the snap. Hands it off. Pfeiffer this time. He's met in the backfield. Big number 57. Lane Lauder pulls him down. He's 230 pounds of meat. So a second down and about 10 to go as no gain on the play.
3: Alliance continues to stack that middle. and On the previous play, Pfeiffer was able to get by that first group of defenders and where he made that big pickup, that's something that Hastings needs to look at trying trying to do. Just avoid the, those first guys because there's not much behind them.
1: They'll set up with the uh, with Pfeiffer the one setback, handing handing it off again. Spins around, gets to the ten, and he's gonna got one defender to beat. He's gonna go right into the end zone. Tate Pfeiffer from 23 yards out, touchdown three Hastings five, Tigers. We said the Hastings couldn't run the football the last few weeks, and they're beating Alliance at their own game right now.
3: Pfeiffer making some big, big plays. He he gets in the middle, and if if this was a video game, he's definitely juking left, juking right. Put on a spin move as well, and then just beat everyone to the pylon
1: out on the left side. And now on for the PAT. It is up and it is good Alex Pedroza puts it through and the Tigers have grabbed a 14 to nothing lead off the turnover we'll step aside a minute 26 left here in the first quarter back after this
10: today more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance we'll provide low-cost quality protection claim service second to none and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance you'll qualify for additional premium discounts Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance.
6: Time is the true test of
7: endurance. Barney Insurance.
0: ESPN 1550.
1: KICS. We welcome you back here to Lloyd Wilson Field, Tigers leading alliance by a score of 14 to nothing. As we play here with a minute 26 left in the first quarter. And we'll get set to kick things off here as Quentin Sinek will get set to kick it deep. This time, kicks it a little deeper but not much. It's scooped up at the 30-yard line by one of the upbacks who will try to return and that <clears throat> that is uh, Bryant Wilson, gets uh, a decent return up to uh, near midfield.
3: And that was another case where Sinek was lined up to kick it off. K. Adler does that little
1: pooch First kick. 10,
3: they're, they're really avoiding those uh, alliance returners deep, not giving up the big
1: play so far. All right, so here's Alliance, best field position they've had here in this game, right at the, right at their own 49 yard line. Handoff this time goes to uh, Trout, who gets around the right side, gains about three or four.
9: Top 52, Actually, we'll call it five. He's down to
1: the 46 yard line of Hastings, second down and five.
9: Ball is at the Hastings 46 yard line.
1: So they'll line things up here. They'll send two receivers out on the far side. Two receivers here on the near side. Looks like Trout back there in the backfield again. Check that's Matolka. The quarterback gonna get sacked as he was running the keeper that time.
3: Loses about two. Brings up third down. That was Cade Adler linebacker just got up on the line read it perfectly Shelma Dine was trying to make it look like they were running the jet sweep and he was coming up the middle and Adler met him for a loss of a couple yards
1: could be the last play of the first quarter here as the clock winding down the quarterback Shelma looking left has a man Nearly picked off as uh, Louse
9: had a good
1: vault there to try to go up and grab that one. It was incomplete, intended for Josh Jensen. So, uh, Alliance is going to be forced to punt. That's another stalled drive. It's a third failed drive here of the game. Is Connor Lauk's back deep to receive it. Looks like Kate Adler back there as Kate well. Adler. Punt is away. Lauk's going to call for a fair catch, standing Lauf at his own 14-yard catch. line. So that's where Hastings will start this next drive at their own 14-yard line. Brandon Peoples, Caleb Henry with you from the Osborne Family Sports Complex good one here so far one-sided really hastings uh, leading 14 to nothing they've pretty much uh, kind of dominated the time of possession so far everything we thought we were we thought we were going to see out of
3: alliance was run the ball punch you in the mouth and that's what hastings has done so far as we get close to the
1: end of the first quarter spreading things out this time are the tigers two receivers out here on the near side kind of their base offensive formation and this time they'll hand off to Pfeiffer, and he's going to be wrestled down by a couple of different Alliance Wait, players. Brought down right near the line of scrimmage. The Alliance lucky they didn't get a penalty on that play. It looked like there was a little extra curricular activity, but no whistles blown. And that's the end of the first quarter. So our score, Hastings leading Alliance 14 to nothing. We'll have second quarter action right after this on ESPN 1550.
5: Wind and rain can cause real damage to an old roof, but when you replace it with Tamco Heritage Series shingles, you can look forward to something else, peace of mind. That's because Tamco offers a complete roof solution with the shingle styles and colors you want, plus the coverage you need. A limited warranty that offers the longest upfront protection available.
6: For more information, stop by Square Deal Lumber and Hardware in Holstein or check them out online at squaredeal.com.
0: ESPN 1550,
1: KICS. We're back with you here in Hastings. Tigers driving second down and nine from their own 15. We flip the sides of the field. Jet sweep this time goes to Kate Adler up the left side. and He uh, ran about a mile, but only gained about a yard. So it's going to bring up third down and nine.
9: Loss of two brings up
1: third down and 11. Oh, he actually lost a couple. So, excuse me, it's a loss of two. Brings up third down and 10. So the Tigers will line things up. Adler and Laux out here on the near side. Pfeiffer standing beside the quarterback, Schmidt, who's being pressured, looking upfield. It's intercepted! Intercepted right at the 20-yard line. Jack Matolka scoops it in, and that's a big momentum changer right there. Lions going to be right in the red zone there after that turnover.
3: That was a big, big turnover there. Jack Matolka,
1: outside linebacker, just rolled out into the
3: flat, and uh, Schmidt just hung that one out to dry. Matolka caught it, kept
1: his feet in bounds, and got the turnover. So at the 11-11 mark at the their own uh, the uh, alliance at the Hastings 22. They'll pitch it out to the right side. Tyler Trout with the ball, trying to run through a couple of Hastings defenders, does get across the 20. Gains about two. Well, if you're Alliance, you gotta cash in here. Great uh, field position here and. Literally no wind here tonight, believe it or not. We had a lot of wind that we were dealing with last week at Ord. But it is a calm, cool night here in Hastings. Second down and seven, they'll call it, here at the Hastings 19, alliance with the ball. High formation behind the quarterback. They'll give it off to... uh, Matolka it looks like. Jack on the carry, his the he didn't get a lot of running room there, but those are some tough yards he is gaining a, a couple.
9: Better,
1: He's up third and four. Alliance to line things up. Again, the quarterback, Owen Shelman. We haven't called his name a whole lot tonight because really he hasn't thrown the football very often. Looks like he may be throwing here. Looking downfield and gets it up to the 15. No, he had his knee down. was. Yeah, he's down by contact at the 17-yard line. Tyler Trout just ran out into the flats there and... Didn't have a
3: whole lot he could do. Scooped it up just before it hit the ground. and Another big fourth down. I feel like we keep saying that for Alliance. They keep getting themselves in good positions, but right now they really need to cash in from that turnover.
1: Yeah, the Hastings defense has really done a good job containing the run so far. And they're going to go for it here on fourth down, so no field goal a little too long apparently for the Bulldogs. Shelmedine. Going to look to throw. Going left, popped in the air, and nearly picked off. Doesn't matter, though. It's going to be a turnover on downs. And Hastings holds on defense after the turnover. Not a lot of room there to, to thread a pass through. It looked like Shomadine
3: maybe could have had a running lane, beat someone to the, the corner, picked up a first down, but a great stop by Hastings coming off of that that interception on their last
1: drive. So the Tigers will get it back here at the 9-10 mark of the second quarter, leading 14 to nothing. Each team has one turnover. Schmidt operating out of the shotgun, hands off to Pfeiffer, who's immediately hit right near the line of scrimmage, but Able to get get his way somehow up to about the 19 or 20. It's always impressive to see when a running back gets hit and then has an extra burst of speed. You're expecting him to just die at the brick wall, but he got three more
3: yards out of that. He's keeping his legs moving, and that's something different from maybe the first one or two drives, and Pfeiffer really
1: coming alive here. That's good news for the Tigers who have been wanting to get the running game going. Pfeiffer again gets the carry up the middle, up to about the 25-yard line. It's a gain of about five more. Everything we thought we were going to see here in this game has been completely the opposite. Alliance can't run the football, and Hastings, that's about all they're doing right now.
9: Now it looks like
3: Hastings is doing that three yards in a cloud of dust, just giving it to Pfeiffer, letting him fall forward for a few more yards, setting themselves up with a third and short.
1: Yeah, they're at their own 25-yard line. You wonder if they, maybe they'll go to the play action here. Vinny Schmidt out there and looking to pass, going right. Out there, caught by Adler in the flat, up the sideline to about the 32-yard line. Good for the first down, and Hastings keeps on moving down the field. You think
3: Alliance maybe saw in the first quarter that they were Adler was beating them deep on a couple where Schmidt just happened to overthrow them a little bit, so they're setting their guys back. Adler reading that really well, just setting himself up, catching it, getting the first down.
1: So the Tigers will line up again. Three receivers, two out to the left, one to the right. Adler here, it looks like on the near side. Schmidt will hand off to Pfeiffer on the option, the read option there, up to the thirty-five. Gains about two.
10: We got game pretty now, baby.
3: really seems like it's either Pfeiffer up the middle or Kate Adler out on the edge. and Hastings really trying to work the ball around,
1: keep keep Alliance honest on where they're bringing the pressure. This is Hastings' 20th offensive play of the game so far. Looking downfield, caught out there. Nice catch made. Looks like uh, that was caught in, in by Bryant Rorick. His first catch a. of the night, a. I'm pretty a. sure a. of that.
9: And he first gets a first
1: down, down right over the middle. Quarterback just found him right, right near the Big H in the middle of the field. So Tigers have it now at their own 46-yard line, lining up out of the huddle. Some new names in there. Quentin Sinek brought in here on the near side. They'll go to Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer's going to go up the middle, and, and nothing there. Wrapped up by Bryant Wilson and uh, Bailey Bailey Hood Hood in there as well. So it'll bring bring up second down and 10 to go here for the Hastings Tigers, leading 14 to nothing uh, with uh, a very quick-moving second quarter. We're already at the 6.36 mark. Going quick because Hastings is controlling the line of scrimmage, running the football. Out of the short pistol here, Schmidt looking to throw. Looking right, now it goes to Laux right out here at the 50-yard line. Gets forward, breaks a couple of tackles, and is up to the Alliance 38-yard line.
9: Brian Wilson, along with number five, gun, and that is a
1: gain of about 15 yards. 16-yard gain there. Tigers got a nice drive going. They started this one, I believe, at their own 15 Somewhere around there. Into Alliance territory now. Schmidt on the read option gives to Tate Pfeiffer right up the middle, who wrestles forward for about a yard. I credit him his forward progression. About a two yard gain there.
3: Pfeiffer really showing himself as the workhorse here in the first half. It's really either Pfeiffer getting the ball up the middle or they're swinging it out wide. And so far, with a 14 to
1: nothing lead, it's working for the Tigers. Yeah, you know, those those little short gains are just as devastating, it seems like, to this Alliance defense. Just they're getting gassed out there. Lauk's in motion now. They'll look to throw. Vinny Schmidt going upfield, looking to the right. Caught out there by Kate Adler, hauled in at the twenty nine yard line of Alliance. So that'll keep the chains well, not quite. He's about a yard short of the first down marker. Third down and one. Man, third and one. That, that's such such a great uh, thing for a coach. You got a lot more plays on third and one than you do at third and six, you know. They've had multiple third and shorts on this drive. And
3: yes, that was just before the quarter that they were inside their own red zone, really working a lot of clock,
1: using up a lot of time, and moving downfield. This is the 10th play of the drive. Third down and one. Hastings. Looking pretty good here right now. This time, as just as I say that, Pfeiffer hit behind the line of scrimmage they immediately.
3: Bailey Hood bringing good. the pressure, but the, the, there was three or four Alliance guys who made it to
1: the backfield. That's going to be that's a tough field position for fourth down right now. Uh, Hastings does have all three timeouts, so they could talk it over here. But I don't know if they're going to worry about that or not. It looks like they are going to leave the offense on the field. Fourth and three here at the 445, mar- uh, at the 440 mark here in the second quarter. Schmidt looking to throw, going upfield, caught quickly there by number 87, Zane Bender. He's got the first down at the 25-yard line. Gain of six. That's
3: his first catch of the game. And right now, Schmidt is really in the zone, finding his receivers, just setting down in that zone of alliance, moving the ball downfield a lot. Hastings is definitely
1: on a on a roll right now moving the ball like a well-oiled
3: machine
9: the
1: the They've got it at the Alliance 25 yard line. They've already run 11 plays on this drive. This is a, it's a big big drive This may be the drive of the game Vinny Schmidt out of the pistol Hands it off. No, he's gonna keep it goes out to the right caught somehow by Laux, juggling catch He gets up to the 10 and is going to be hit all the way down inside the uh, seven-yard line. The ball came out, but he was down by contact. Game's about eighteen, look like on the play. First
9: down and goal.
1: Why the Tigers?
9: Tigers doing whatever they
1: want right now on this Alliance defense.
3: That was a big play by Locks out there on the edge. He he beat one defender and then split two of them. Had a couple defenders bounce off of him and then was finally pulled down inside the ten but that was something where he could have been dropped for a loss of two yards, and he ends up with a big, big gain, which is something Hastings needs to try to finish off this drive.
1: Tigers have the football at the Alliance seven-yard line. Schmidt out of the pistol, hands off. Pfeiffer right up the middle has a lane and breaks a couple seams, and he's in for the touchdown from seven yards out.
3: Pfeiffer continues to put on a little bit of dance move up on his toes, making sure he can avoid defenders, and that's all it really takes. He finds a seam and bursts through. He has had a big, big first half.
9: It's a
1: 14-play drive. I think it went for 85 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Kick is up, and it bangs off the upright, but it goes in. So everything everything happening Hastings way right now. They've got a 21 to nothing lead here at the 337 mark of the second quarter. We'll step aside back with more right after this.
11: When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Seely's Body Shop, the name you trust, at 201 South Hastings Avenue
8: in Hastings. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over the counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Store downtown Hastings, and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue.
0: ESPN 1550,
1: KICS. Tigers getting set to kick things off in control here, 21 nothing. As we play late in the second quarter, a six-minute drive there for the Tigers. And Now another high pooch kick. Uh, bounce at the 20-yard line. That's a live football. And everybody dives for it right at the 31, or check that 26-yard line. And, and Alliance player luckily falling on it, Jack Matolka. Jack
9: Matolka recovers
3: the loose ball. Well, and that's not something First you normally see where that little pooch kick kind of just into space rolled around Roll a little bit. Finally an and Alliance player. On decided to jump on the ball, but that's something where that might be what Hastings is trying to do, just put the ball in space, not give up a return, but give themselves a chance at maybe picking up another, an extra possession.
1: So the Bulldogs come up here, ball at the uh, their own 26-and-a-half-yard line, handoff this time goes right up the middle to Matolka. Gains about three.
3: Matolka, a really big bodied fullback, and that's the reason they keep giving him the ball up the middle, trying to wear down this Hastings-Tiger defense. But let's face it, the Hastings defense, unless they were some of the offensive players, they haven't been on the field for the last six and a half minutes.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. The line's going to spread things out. You wonder at some point if they may look to get some passes in here quarterback shelmadine running for his life out there going to the right and finally brought it down as he dives forward for a couple yeah he doesn't look very comfortable out there running the football the quarterback
3: that that was a different look usually they've just been running a uh a fullback uh, dive off of it or an iso. On that one, they ran an option, faked it up the middle to Matolka, got out to the edge, and didn't, Yeah, as you said, did not look very comfortable making a decision once he got to the edge.
1: Ball at the 31-yard line of alliance. Bulldogs going deep on this play. They got a man open. It's caught out there by big number 18, Brendan Brimmer. Pass
9: to 18, Brendan Brimmer.
1: And Bremer hauls it in right out the uh, 30-yard line of Hastings. A big, big play there.
3: That's 38 yards through the air, and that really flips the field on its own. All the momentum was Hastings, but right now Alliance down three scores, two minutes to go in the half, needs to push this in to give themselves a little something to feel good about,
1: about themselves going into the half. first and ten from the uh, Hastings 30. Bulldogs have it in the I-formation. Looking to pass, though, this time. And that's a live ball. It's a, No, maybe not. It looked like a lateral pass there. It looked like it went behind where the quarterback was throwing, but they whistle it dead. It was an incomplete pass out to the right.
3: Looked like the umpire was just giving himself a second to you don't want to blow it too early in case it is a live ball. He He determined from where it landed the from where the quarterback threw that it was forward so almost a big break for hastings but
1: in that case great job for alliance knowing where to put the ball second down and 10 they'll send a man in motion now on the jet sweep and it's going to be carried out there flag comes in on the play late brody brennan the ball carrier picks up about five but this may be coming back The hold it looks like on Alliance oh. so it's a 10 yard penalty on the Bulldogs and they will repeat second down minute 41 to go here in the first half let's pass around some other scores for you in class B uh, Aurora and Crete playing a close one right now it's Crete leading 15-12 over number 7 Aurora Grand Island Northwest trailing Holdridge in the second quarter 14-7 and Lexington with a 10 6 lead on Gearing in the second quarter. As uh, Shemadine rolls out to his right looking deep, now we'll tuck it in and it hangs on to the football right at the 41 yard line of Hastings. Soccer, Both teams have all three timeouts remaining as the clock ticking down here. We're going to bring up third and 22 here. Not a lot of plays there that uh, coaches like to call.
3: Another long, long uh, play here. Third and short cab ride, as you were saying. Shelmadine ran for his life on that last one. He might have to do it again. Hastings bringing a lot of pressure.
1: High formation behind Shelmadine. He's under center with a quick handoff, kind of Statue of Liberty look like there. He just kind of handed it off to Matolka. Matolka dove forward and didn't gain anything there
3: fullback trap. Looks like Alliance is just trying to run some clock, maybe get into halftime, uh, minimize the damage, and looks like Coach Shoemaker and Hastings really really seem fine with that up three touchdowns.
1: So they'll line it up. Snap one more play here. Three receivers out to the right. Fourth and 22 here. They may just try to chuck it down the field. Shelmadine going deep. And it's going to be a bat, batted down by one of the Hastings defenders on the far sideline. Seven seconds remain here. That's, that's
9: a turnover on downs. Down. Intended for Brody Brennan. He's broken
1: up by we'll see if Hastings is going to just take a knee here. I imagine so. Up, uh, as I mentioned, up
9: 21-0. That
3: holding penalty really stalled the Lions. They had just gotten the, the big 38-yard pass. move. Was moving the ball downfield that, that may have doubled their their uh, their yardage for the first half. We'll check that at halftime. But, not a lot to go, Alliance's way this half. That's
1: their first timeout. Well, Hastings is going to huddle up for a timeout here. So, maybe they uh, will try to, do one more big play here before the half. Let's take a look at some of the other scores for you around the area. Carney Catholic's been uh, dominating Mitchell over on KXPN. 1460. They're leading 49 to 14 right now in the fourth quarter. As for uh, Saint Cecilia and Donovan Trumbull, right now that game's scoreless at the half. And Adams Central, by the way, uh, they are trailing Grand Island Central Catholic in the second quarter, 13 to three. Here it's all Hastings Tigers, 21 nothing. About seven seconds left in the first half. Hastings does have decent field position. They Get it at their own 41-yard line, but looks like they are gonna. They're just gonna take a knee here into halftime, and probably the right decision there. You don't want to have any crazy turnovers. So the Tigers hold on here as uh, after a great first half, they run the football extremely well, and uh, they are the ones on top here, 21 to zip. As we head into halftime, we'll step aside, come back, and take a look at the first half numbers right after this.
5: Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles, good, clean, low-mileage cars, fans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends.
11: The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you
0: over.
4: Gary Michaels Cloviers is not going out of business, but you wouldn't know it by the looks of the store. Never before markdowns like this. Ladies' clothing up to 90% off. Racks from $9 to $39. Everything must go. Select Brighton up to 70% off. Men's shorts, tees, polos, and sports shirts, $9 to $39. Men's leather fall and winter coats up to 70% off. Do not miss this sale. Incredible quality and unbelievable prices. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers downtown Hastings and Kearney.
0: ESPN
1: 1550 KICS The Osborne uh, Family Sports Complex as the Tigers lead 21 nothing over the Alliance Bulldogs. Caleb Henry has the first half totals for him. Maybe not something we expected. We expected a little bit tighter game, not, not only in score, and it is just three
3: touchdowns, but when you look at the numbers, Hastings absolutely dominated this first half. If you look at their total yards, they're out gaining Alliance 197-68. So when we said that 35-yard pass probably doubled Alliance's um, output in the first half. That's definitely what they did. Alliance in the first half 39 yards passing, and as you saw, they got almost all of that on one play. 108 yards passing for Hastings. And the big key here, we really thought Alliance was going to come in and just run the ball right up the middle and use their power game to set the tone. Alliance only has 29 yards rushing on 16 attempts. 20 attempts for Hastings for 89 yards. And on the turnover side, just the one interception for Hastings. Alliance did cough up a fumble early, and they also had that turnover on downs which led to the 84-yard drive for Hastings really the statement that ate up a lot of clock in the second quarter Owen Shelmadine only for Alliance has only thrown the ball 6 times so that that could really contribute to the only 39 yards through the air Vinny Schmidt 11 for 16 for Hastings 108 yards through the air he's got a passing touchdown as well Alliance on the ground, Jack Matolka has really been the one getting the ball for him, seven attempts, 21 yards, and that's something you want to see out of your fullback, but you don't want that to be your leading rusher going into the half, Hastings on the other hand, on the ground, Tate Pfeiffer really, you don't want to say putting the team on his back, but that's what he's done, getting hit at the line of scrimmage, making a lot of guys miss. He's averaging 5.1 yards a carry. He's only got 76 yards in the first half. And if Hastings wants to establish that ground game, Tate Pfeiffer has decided himself he wants to do that. And you, you can't forget the Hastings linemen, Michael Shaw, Austin Zexer, Keyshawn Hunt, Austin Craig, Juan Bueno, for just a few of them, at least for the starters, those guys are really opening up some holes for Pfeiffer to run through. And Cade Adler really making his presence known. Five catches for 55 yards. Connor Locks also, though. Four catches for 41 yards. So there's a couple different receivers for Hastings getting the ball out in space. And it looks like Vinny Schmidt really spreading it around. Hastings
1: does have... That balanced offense that they wanted in the pregame. Yeah, absolutely. They've been able to just kind of do anything they wanted to offensively. Let's run through the scoring summary here. Hastings' first drive, they they got the ball first out of the uh, after the kickoff, and uh, went seven plays and end up having to punt the ball. Alliance got the ball back and uh, had a six-play drive stall with a punt. We have it right back to Hastings, and that's when the Tigers set up about 6:38 mark in the. First quarter is when they got their their second drive going. They went for about three minutes, had a nine-play drive, uh, completed with a four-yard pass from from uh, Minnie Schmidt to Connor Louts, and the Hastings led seven to nothing at the three fourteen mark of the first quarter. The Lions got the ball back, only were they able to run two plays before they lost a fumble, turning right back over. The Tigers get the ball back, and uh, they go three plays, twenty three yards. And uh, capped off by a touchdown run by Tate Pfeiffer to make it 14-0 in the first quarter. Alliance would get it back, turn it over on downs after uh, a four-play drive stalled. They got it after an interception from uh, Vinnie Schmidt early in the second quarter and uh, not able to capitalize there. So each team does have a turnover here. Then uh, Hastings would score one more time with uh, about 337, their biggest drive of the game. Go, takes off about six minutes off the clock, going 14 plays for 84 yards. Just a devastating uh, drive there if, if you're Alliance, capped off by a seven-yard touchdown run by Tate Pfeiffer, and that's where we stand right now, 21 nothing. Alliance did have uh, a good chance there right, after, right before halftime, but uh, turned it over on downs after that big penalty, uh, erased the big play uh, for 38 yards. So. Hastings, uh, it's been it's been pretty one-sided affair so far.
3: It has, and really, it's been a relatively clean game. You haven't seen the the refs having to throw very many flags or see anything else that's going on outside of the game. Both teams are playing really fair, but. That penalty definitely hurt Alliance, moved them back a little bit. And if you can hear in the background the Hastings Marching Band, who I believe will be at the Harvest of Harmony as well as a a number of schools go down there. Hastings performing
1: now at halftime, and they'll perform tomorrow in Grand Island. Yeah, kind of an extended halftime, and, and you wonder, maybe they're just trying to get a little practice in here before Harvest of Harmony, so... What that's going to allow us to do here is we uh, Mike Will is able to catch up with Tony Harper, and uh, he's going to preview the Hastings College game coming up tomorrow as they head out towards Iowa. We've got about 13 minutes left here in halftime, so we've got plenty of time to run that interview. We'll do that right after a break here on ESPN 1550. Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete
11: auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in 3 grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings.
9: Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings in Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy
12: in Hastings Medical Park. Hastings Head Football Coach Tony Harper will join us here on the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show and Coach, a tough one tomorrow will make the trip to uh, Orange City, Iowa to take on a, a very good Northwestern team. The record's not flashy, a 1-3 and three and 1-1 one and one in the conference, but that's a pretty good football team we'll see tomorrow.
13: It really is. They're just well coached in all three phases defense, offense, special teams, you know. And, and of those, those three losses, you know, Dickinson is nationally ranked. Sterling is now nationally ranked. Concordia is obviously nationally ranked. They went off for over 40 points last week and all the yards, and their defense did a good job against Briar Cliff. So, um, toughest opponent probably we've seen so far this season.
12: For the first time uh, this season, we tried to come into this thing after a loss last week, dropping one to uh, Dakota Wesley in thirty-nine to twenty. Just gave up way too many uh, big plays in that one,
13: way on both sides of the football. To be quite honest with you, you know, but it starts with the defense. You know, uh, fifteen. Dylan Turner took off that big run. We just fit it wrong. We didn't get over the top. We put too too many guys on the fly instead of worrying about the best returning quarterback in the conference. Um, we just, you know, we were undisciplined with our eyes. We took bad angles. There was a point in the second half where I thought, okay, now we've settled down, but you can't wait until the second half of the game to really settle down. You got to kind of, you got to mash that momentum early. And uh, credit to Koda Wesleyan and what they did offensively, it just. You know they put our offense in in the corner and and we really couldn't get re- reloaded.
12: Yeah, Dakota Wesley uh rushing for three forty three against us uh, last week. We've been up a, a ton of yards this year. I know you're not a numbers type of guy, but uh, <laughs> what, what's what's going on with the defense? Are they attacking us where where it really hurts or what?
13: You know what's what's happening is is we're not getting our right reads and our right fits, and and that comes that starts in practice throughout the week. And, and I got to do a better job of getting the guys coached up. This is what we're going to see. Let's not completely wholesale change which we didn't wholesale change but we we changed how we were fit in certain run plays and now we're asking our guys to do too much and, and that's what we sit down to decide as the coaching staff and, and i think coach delt is going to do a great job uh with the game plan and everything like that and we just got to make sure we simplify it so our guys can play faster
12: he seems uh, coming back with a bunch of yards on the offensive side of the ball uh, last week as well 469 offense continues to click just uh... Not enough big plays on our side.
13: Well, yeah, and like I said, when you when you allow third, fourth play of the game, whatever it was, for a guy to take off for a 78-yard touchdown run, I mean, that's going to take the air out your sails. And, you know, our offense sees that, and, and they were able to drive down later and get some points, you know, with special teams in the red zone and some different things like that. I really like what our offense is doing. You know, we've, we've rushed for over 200 yards in the last two games against two pretty good defenses, you know, especially Dakota Wesleyan last week. We're still able to throw for over 200 yards, but our defense cannot put our offense in that that type of situation, especially going against an opponent like we are tomorrow.
12: Yeah, if you rush for over 200 yards Hmm. tomorrow against Northwestern, that's going to be a big feat. This is a team that only gives up like 78 yards rushing per game. That's Mm -hmm. fifth in the country. So rushing against these guys, not going to be easy, but we're going to have to trying to do it
13: it it never is i mean you you go back to last year and the year before that and the year before that when morningside had all those talented guys that they've had and they've been able to control every single run game that they've faced and so we got to take that as a challenge you know and and we got to step up to the plate we feel like from a running back depth standpoint we're as comparable to anybody in this league with as many guys as we have back there but it doesn't matter if you run a four four or five flat if the guys up front ain't getting it done, and they ain't getting it done, and and our offensive line with Coach O has done a very good job this year of creating those running lanes for our running backs, we're down a guy uh, for tomorrow, so we're putting in uh, a young guy. But we feel like with what Coach O's done and the mindset those guys have, we'll be able to rebound.
12: That replacement's going to be at the right tackle, so up there on the offensive line for Hastings. We don't have to rush for uh, six, seven yards at a crack, but we got to have some resemblance of a running game, don't we?
13: We have to, or if we don't, that defensive line is going to pin their ears back, and they're going to get some. And and we got to make sure we don't do that because Van Ginkle and the rest of those guys—they got, in my opinion, now—and we haven't seen everybody in the league on film or anything like that. So, um, but that defensive line they got is a group. I mean, Lordy, them them boys can play football, and uh, they do a great job. So we got to keep them on their heels a little bit. But the thing that separates Northwestern from us, to be quite honest with you, is the effort that they give on every single snap up front, and they never get tired. And when they get tired, then they roll another guy in that's almost a mirror image of the guy that they just took off the field. So it's about effort, it's about energy, and it's about not getting frustrated when they get their plays. They're a good football team. They're going to get their plays. They're going to get their stops. We have to rebound and and make sure we're physical at the point of attack.
12: Nine sacks for Northwestern so far. through the first couple of games of the season. Does that change our our offensive game plan at all
13: you know with coach mo and coach k and the rest of those guys you know not a lot's really going to change you know there may be a a concept here that's a little bit different they're going to tweak around here they're going to adjust who where they're pinning and pulling and doing some different things like that but it's not a wholesale change you know those guys do a very good job of keeping within the scheme and just making those necessary adjustments but to answer your question oh yeah we, we've we had to make some minor tweaks here and there just because of the, the the stack defense that they run and the talent that they got up front.
12: It's been a long time since we've beaten uh, Northwestern, <laughs> Coach, uh, nine straight losses of this bunch. How do we come out of here with a win tomorrow?
13: Now, just for clarification, I haven't been here through all of those. Um, but, you know, what we told the guys, it's about us. You know, we haven't talked about no no streak, good, bad, or indifferent. We've talked about doing our job, about fine-tuning where we're supposed to be within the scheme, within the call, hand, head, feet, different things like that that's really – it's the fine-tuning. It's what great football teams do, like a Northwestern, like a Morningside, like a Dakota Western, like a Doan, who every time they know exactly where they need to go. And right now we're trying to take that next step, and we got to make sure we keep our composure – players and coaches, and I'm talking about myself, number one, but we got to keep our mind in the game. And once something bad happens, man, we got to forget about it and, and go on to the next one. And that's, that's that's why they are who they are, and that's what we're striving to be.
12: Okay, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Head coach Tony Harper here on the Tyson Care Halftime Show. Kickoff tomorrow will be at 1.30. So it's a few minutes later than normal. 1.30 for the uh, kickoff will be 12.30 for the pregame show on 12.30 KHS.
9: Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings & Kearney, to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this summer.
11: Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465.
0: ESPN 1550
1: KICS well, We welcome you back here to Lloyd Wilson Field That is the uh, Hastings Tigers Leading Alliance 21 to nothing Here as we play with an extended halftime here The marching band putting on a, a great set As they get prepared for uh, Harvest of Harmony Tomorrow up in Grand Island We're going to run down some scores First we'll give you the scores on our Platte River Radio Group of Stations over on classic hits ninety eight nine tonight, it is number three Millard North, leading number six Carney by a score of twenty to seven. That game in the second quarter. Over on uh, fourteen sixty KXPN earlier, it was Carney Catholic defeating Mitchell forty nine to fourteen. That game started a little early this afternoon. Donovan Trumbull and Saint Cecilia over on twelve thirty KHAS, they are scoreless at the half, and that is a rivalry game between uh, the. The Blue Hawks and the Cardinals. That game being played in Dolphin tonight. Of course, our game here, twenty-one nothing in favor of Hastings, as you mentioned. Now running down some other scores here. We'll start off in Class A, move our way down in uh, Class A. Carney, uh, we mentioned that one. Norwood South and Grand Island also playing. Grand Island leading thirty-four to nothing in the second quarter. Class B at the half. Grand Island Northwest and Holdridge are knotted up at fourteen apiece. Crete leading Aurora 22-12 to 12 in the second quarter and Lexington up on gearing 10-6 in the second Class C1 at the half Grand Island Central Catholic is leading Adams Central 13-3 in the first quarter of play Gothenburg up on Broken Bow 13-7 Ashton Greenwood and Fairbury are knotted up at 14 apiece in the second quarter in Class C2 Sutton and cross county playing a good one uh, number two Sutton leading fourteen to twelve at the half. Gibbon on top of Sandy Creek, fourteen to nothing in the first quarter and central city leading tw- all over Palmyra in the second quarter twenty one to six. Uh, Class D1 scores right, we have in so part. far <laughs> right now Alma leading game Cambridge game. thirty to eight in the they're second the quarter. It is all superior over McCool Junction in the first twenty-six, nothing. Elm Creek leading Amherst thirty-two to seven in the second quarter, and it is South Loop on top of Ravenna fifteen to seven in the second quarter. Bertrand was a winner over Overton earlier today, thirty-six to eighteen. In Class D two, a good one going on between Lawrence Nelson and Blue Hill at the half. They are tied at fourteen. Both those teams are undefeated right now. Osceola and Fullerton. Uh, that one right now, Osceola. Leading thirty-six to nothing in the second quarter, Ansley Litchfield on top of Central Valley twenty-four to fourteen in the second. Exeter Milligan is leading Weeping Water thirty-four to zero at half. Bruning Davenport Schickley all over Sterling right now twenty-eight to zip in the second quarter, and Loomis is leading Arapahoe twenty to six as they play in the second quarter, and some were on top of Brady eight nothing in the first, and earlier today it was Eustace Farnham beating Hitchcock County 80-16. to 16. The shelton tell game was uh, canceled uh, due to sickness. A lot of players uh, apparently are not able to dress for that one.
3: Yeah, that was some, some news that we brought to you earlier. And on the Doug and Daddy show with uh, Doug to Jim Langan, and uh, Big Daddy Tony Davis uh, joined the show towards the end as well, and then immediately after, uh, Doug brought us the, the news that we were getting some calls that maybe something was going around the school. A number of students, not just football players, sick and unfortunate. As, as I hear it, it was Shelton's homecoming game, so something where they just have a parade, and then the kids get to go to their dance, do all the, the fun festivities with that as well, but a little bit different not having that game beforehand. That'll be a memory
1: they'll take with them the rest of their lives, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Six-man scores we have in for you. Uh, one final: Harvard defeated Elwood 52 to 19 earlier. McPherson County and Wilcox Sildreth there at halftime right now, and right now Wilcox Sildreth leading 13 to seven. Deschler all over Red Cloud in the second quarter. That score 38 to nothing. So that is a look at our scores from around the state so far, and a lot of good football being played today. Absolutely, and
3: you can find any of these scores at any time. You don't have to listen for us to see them. Right now, you can find them anytime at Platriverpreps.com. That's also where you can listen to us or any of our other games going on our Platte River Radio group of stations. And if you want to get all of your finals, whether it's for the Tri-City area, Carney, Grand Island, Hastings, the, the towns that happen to be just outside of those as well, or if they happen to be in the top ten, courtesy of the Lincoln Journal Stars, what we happen to use at Platte River Radio, then you make, make sure you listen to the Ruts Heating and Air Scoreboard Show on 1230 AM KHS and 98.9 Classic Hits. Merritt Lawson, Ed Smith, the whole gang back at the studio. They bring all the finals all the way up until 11 o'clock, and they do their best to get all of them in there. I think we've had a couple weeks in a row where maybe we've just had one score missing, but Merritt Lawson and the whole gang back there make sure to bring you every final as best we can get. And if you have any scores, make sure you tweet those out using the hashtag any beep perhaps that really helps our team back at the studio to get those
1: final scores to all the listeners and don't forget tomorrow morning on khas listen in at 10 a.m as ed littler brings you the uh, coaches show each week we talk to all the hastings area coaches and recapping football volleyball cross-country uh results and with ed littler he does a good job up there at the uh, mary landing rehabilitation and treatment center up on the north side of hastings and uh that will come your way again tomorrow, right after Party Line at 10 o'clock on KJS. It is uh, halftime here as we get ready for the third quarter. Both teams now back on the field. They've done their stretches. and uh, Keys to the second half, Caleb, uh, For if first off, if you're Alliance. If
3: you're Alliance, you really want to get any semblance of an offense going. They, As we said, they not a whole lot of uh, only 60-some yards in the first half of total offense and almost half. Or over half of that came on one play. They really want to establish their run game. They want to dictate the tempo because Hastings dictated throughout the entire first half and it benefited them greatly. Alliance wants to get that ground game working and then maybe spread it out a little bit. They don't want to pass the ball if they don't have to. And then on the defensive side for Alliance, they really want to stop Tate Pfeiffer from picking up yards after contact, because that's what really gashed Alliance in the first half and allowed Vinny Schmidt, quarterback for Hastings, to spread it out and throw it out wide, and that's what led to a lot of big plays for Hastings.
1: Uh, Tigers, well, no no question about it. Just keep doing what you're doing here. This Everything's worked so far. We, we really didn't expect a, a big uh, contribution from the running game, but it's been very productive so far tonight, and they haven't really needed the pass too much.
3: Yeah, as you said, if you're Hastings, really don't change anything. You could, and Obviously coaches at halftime are going to say that it's, you're only halfway there. What happened in the first half to, for us could happen to the second half for them, and they really want to come out, set the tone here in the, the third quarter as Hastings will kick it off. They're going to let their defense set the tone, and if they can get the ball qu- on a quick third or three and out or force another turnover as they they did a couple times in the first half. Get that running game back going. Hastings really needs to continue to establish the run because that's set the whole tempo for him in the
1: first half. Quentin Sinek sets to kick off going right to left. He hasn't really kicked it deep uh, any time that he's kicked off here, each each kick's been scooped up around the thirty yard line. So I don't know if that's intentional or if he's just not able to boot it deeper but uh, that's been the the story he's just a sophomore so he will uh, continue to improve that I'm sure and that one's going to be scooped up at the 28 yard line by one of the alliance players number 40 that is Bryant Wilson Bryant Wilson on the carry and that is where they'll set up shop here for their offense
9: both at the 38 yard line
1: and the Alliance 38. We get set to go here in the third quarter. Glad you can be with us here on ESPN 1550 KICS and plantriverpreps.com. First and ten, as they'll run their offense out of the I formation. Handoff, going to the tailback this time, and a different player in there. No, that's uh, that's Trout, Tyler Trout. One of his biggest runs of the game All the way up inside the Hastings 45-yard line That's a first down
9: As yes, he gains
3: about 17 That's exactly what Alliance wants Coming out of halftime Start trying to gash some big plays And they ran a little bit of misdirection Ran ran some, uh, some motion coming across the line Making it look like a jet sweep But then it really was just an ISO coming off the end Trout with a big
1: run So into Hastings territory now High formation This time They'll uh, fake the handoff. The quarterback, Shelmedine, now pitching on the option out to uh, Trout, who uh, fell to a knee about a yard a yard shy of the uh, line of scrimmage, so it's going to be a loss of one. And just like what we said in the first first half,
3: Shelmedine, when he gets to that edge running that, that option out out wide, did not look very comfortable. He ended up pitching it, but there's a lot of Hastings Tigers in pursuit.
1: Second down, 11 to go. Man in motion now as they'll run this time again to Trout going to the right side on the pitch out. And not a lot of running room there. He's brought down for no gain. Good tackle made by it looks like Zane Bender. Bender with good pursuit there. It's third down and 11.
3: No game you, down Alliance with a big play to start the half and then right back to looking like it was in the first half. This Tigers defense is really getting a lot of good penetration and pursuit on the edge, not giving up big plays. They got gas for that one to start the half, but it looks like they're back to what they
1: had going on in the first. Whereas Hastings has had a lot of third and shorts, Alliance has been on third and long about every drive. And we get a little motion before the snap. This one's coming back. Penalty marker's on yeah, yeah, the- yeah, it's going to be on... Alliance it looks like illegal Here's
3: procedure
9: ball. Ball start.
1: That looked like a little bit of a
3: miscommunication on that one the Quarterback Shelmadine, moved a little bit thinking he was getting the snap no one else moved So that could be one of those where maybe he called it on a on first sound and maybe he thought he made the sound
1: and Just one of those where they're going the wrong direction again Lions spreading things out. Two receivers to the left. I formation behind the quarterback. Shelmedine. Quick pass out to the left side. Caught out there by Brody Brennan, who uh, wrestles his way all the way down the sideline, and very close to the first down marker.
9: And I think he's got it by
1: the nose of the football.
9: A big gain
1: there on that play. And that's exactly what Alliance needed on third and sixteen. That is a
9: big,
3: big
1: play. He, Hastings was moving them back. Penalties again,
3: hurting Alliance a little bit. There haven't been too many penalties in the game, but big, big play and through the air for one. And that's not something we thought we were going to see out of Alliance.
1: Yeah, nope. Oh, not easy to run the football on third and long. Alliance will now line up first and 10 at the Hastings 35 yard line. They'll line up with two receivers out here on the near side. I formation. And the handoff goes to Matulka right up the middle. As he gains maybe a yard, yard and a half. And that keeps the clock moving here. inside, Just about inside nine minutes to go in the third quarter. Hastings up 21 to nothing.
9: If Alliance can continue
3: to spread the ball out just a little bit, get a few more gains, then those Matulka runs up
1: the middle will start to become a little bit more than one and two yards. Second down and eight. Handoff this time goes to Tyler Trout, who's going to be tripped up. After diving there. forward for about a yard, it'll bring up third down and about seven to go. Or
9: well,
3: well, something we said in the first from the first half, the Hastings offensive line getting a great push. Not the same the same cannot be said for the Alliance offensive line, not getting a big push, but that can be said because of the Tigers' defensive line definitely getting into gaps preventing any running room
1: on third and seven they'll run three receivers out here to the near side passing play gonna be broken up intended for uh, Tyler Trout but like Kate Adler made a good play there or maybe it was Laux and this game have fourth down and not a short fourth line. down as you were saying on the on their
3: last uh, one before the sticks they keep getting into long third and fourth downs and that's something they definitely want to change as they try to climb back into this one.
1: Well, they're going to run another play here, fourth and seven. It's at a weird position in the football field at the Hastings teams 32, so a punt doesn't help you too much. So they're going to go for it here, take their chances down the field. Shelmedine going deep, has Trout open in the end zone, but it's overthrown and nearly picked off by Kate Adler in the end zone, and that's going to be a turnover on Downs and that's one where
3: I don't know if, if Adler happened to just drop it or if he was trying to bat it down, but that's a, that's a great call by a line. Just put one up into the end zone because it's the same as if you punted it down there anyway. See if Hastings happens to pick it off down there, or maybe you get a lucky bounce, and it's a touchdown. Huge momentum swing if it happened to go the other way.
1: So the Tigers will take over at their own 32-yard line, up 21 nothing at the 8.06 mark here, and you wonder if... Coach Shoemaker may just uh, try to manage that clock here, run the run the football, and try to shorten this game. He's got Pfeiffer, who's had a great game in the backfield. as the lone setback. He'll get the handoff right up the middle. Met immediately
9: big by
1: big number 52, uh, Bailey Hood.
9: number 57, Lane Lauder.
1: Lane Lauder in there as well. Brings up second down and nine and Hastings in no hurry to get these plays off They'll take as much time off the clock as they can Alliance ran off almost four minutes on the first drive
3: to start the second half and to not come away with points is definitely something that that hurts coming out of halftime But Hastings happy to see some clock run three
1: receiver set two out here to the near side Schmidt looking left throwing caught out there by Bender up to the 45 He's at the 50 and across midfield into Alliance territory gains about 18 and it's uh, 1st and 10 for Hastings so it's uh, 1st and 10 at the Alliance 49 for the Tigers Adler will go out to the far side as the uh, lone receiver out there looks like they got the ends in tight Man in motion, that's Lauks He'll run the jet sweep, and he's going to be shirt-tackled in the backfield. Manages to get back to the line of scrimmage. Of the Alliance players just grabbed a whole bunch of shirt. Brian Wilson in there, it looked like, for the penetration. Brings up second down and 11. Only a loss of one. Could have been a loss of five or
3: six on there. A great effort just getting back to the line of scrimmage, and... That's what happens when one guy can get in the backfield, really disrupt one of those those jet sweep plays.
1: So Tigers will set up again with Pfeiffer right behind Schmidt in the backfield. Schmidt looking to throw, quick throw out to the left. It's almost picked off, and boy, that would have been six points if Owen Shelmadine had hauled that in. He had a nothing but clear field ahead of him. He just couldn't hang
3: on to the football. Shelmadine also quarterbacking. Alliance really could have helped his own Cosner if he was able to take that one the distance. And as you said, nobody in front of him to catch the ball and run. And he he made a great play to knock the ball down, just didn't reel it in.
1: So right at midfield, Tigers with the football, third down and eleven. Three receivers with twins out here to the left. Schmidt being pressured, in trouble, gets out of it. He's at the forty-five. Now we'll throw it downfield, and it's thrown away, out of reach of anybody. It was intended for Adler, but thrown about ten yards too far from him. So Hastings will have to punt here on fourth down and eleven. Jack Matoka, also playing fullback for Alliance,
3: and on this play happened to be a linebacker laid a brutal hit, and that what what caused finally as Schmidt was able to be stopped he ran around in the backfield looked a lot like Johnny football a few years ago at Texas A&M
1: trying to keep the play alive this might be the first time we've seen Hastings no second time we've seen Hastings punt tonight this one just does get off bounces at the 15 scooped up by the receiver and that is uh, Mason Heemstraw, who's got a nice return up to the 50-yard line. Actually, uh, check that number here. That's uh, 15. And that's Brody Brennan with a nice return of about 40 yards on the special teams play. So the punt really did not no good because Hastings had it at the 50. And now that's right about where Alliance will take over. It looks like it's a, on the field position change.
3: It's negative it's three for Hastings. It was a great punt to get it down into the 20. But a great, great athletic play by Brody to bring it all the way back. He really just needed to dodge one more and
1: take it the distance. So first and ten, here comes Alliance again, under center. Shelmadine looking a little more confident out there under center, looking downfield, being pressured. Now it goes to his checkdown receiver. That's Jack Matolka, but it's incomplete.
10: Jack Matulka. I
1: think he wanted to get, get that ball downfield. Judging by the way the play developed. But, uh, boy, Hastings is bringing two men into the backfield.
3: Hastings' guys up front are really bringing some good pressure. And On that one, the uh, Shelmadine did have to go to his check down uh, receiver because the corners and defensive backs for Hastings are doing such a good job downfield not letting
1: anyone get open. So second and ten. Owen Shelmadine under center. They'll send Brody Brennan in motion. On the jet sweep, and he's going to get nowhere after the handoff.
9: He goes backwards about
1: three or four yards. Aaron Harris with the tackle in the backfield for the Tigers. Brings up third down and 14 now for Alliance. They've got it at their own 49-yard line. Clock ticking away in the third quarter. We at five and a half minutes to go. Another long third down here, Brandon. Out of the shotgun now. Here's Shelmadine looking downfield, now being pressured. Goes down the right side of the field, and it's incomplete. Intended for uh, Brody Brennan, but there are flags on the field.
3: There's a flag downfield. There's also a flag on the interior line, so there might be contact downfield, maybe holding the receiver, but there might also be holding at the line of scrimmage. We'll have to see how they sort this one out.
1: Possibly offsetting penalties. (laughs) So we'll get the uh, call here from the referee. Definitely is holding on Alliance. We know that for sure.
10: Holding against the offense. Pass interference against
3: the offense. Oh, they're both
1: on alliance, so holding and pass interference on the offense. And now Coach Shoemaker being consulted by the referee. What do you want here?
3: They might just decline the penalty and get it to fourth down at midfield. Pass
9: interference against the offense is
1: declined. Holding against the offense is declined. Brings up fourth down. So it'll be fourth down. As the penalties are declined,
9: awesome,
1: Tigers will have Locks and Adler back deep to receive the punt. From Brody Brennan, Brody Brennan set to kick it off here. Another stalled drive for the Alliance Bulldogs. Not what they had in mind. Punt is end over end. Locks will call for the fair catch, and I think he's saying he I was touched, but. Uh, His appeal to no avail to the officials. They'll have it at their own 25-yard line.
3: Yeah, it looked like there may have been a little bit of contact. He came up, made a strong catch, though, and really held on to the ball. Keep the possession, and that's all Hastings wants in that situation. Great punt by Brennan, keeping a lot of hang time, letting his players get downfield
1: in a position in case there is a muffed punt. So we're midway through the... Third quarter is still twenty-one nothing in favor of the Tigers. And a quick pass. It looked like maybe bounced off the turf there. And was it incomplete there or was it complete? I think it was complete for a five yard loss there, perhaps. Uh, that's exactly what happened.
9: Bob's pass was complete. Excuse me. Lauks,
1: the receiver who caught it out there, but then fell on the ground. A five yard loss there. So, not what the Tigers drew up, I'm sure. Correct. That is a four yard loss. But what happens on that play,
3: because he did catch it, that clock continues to run. And I think at any time, Coach Shoemaker is going to want that to continue to happen for his Tigers offense as they get deeper into
1: this game. So second and 14 now from their own 21. Vinnie Schmidt looking left. Caught out there by Laux Up the sidelines at the 40 to the 45. And he steps out of bounds. Making a nice tackle there on the sideline. Brendan Bremer. And that was a touchdown saving tackle because he was right up the
3: sidelines. Looks like they just ran the exact same play. But to the other side and Lauchs getting out into the flats and no one out in front. That. Where he's going to pick up
1: about 15 yards. The Tigers have it at their own 46. 4.11 to go here in the third. Jet sweep time, no, it's a, they're going to fake it. And uh, Schmidt with the ball is up the sideline, up down to the 10 to the 5, and into the end zone. A 54-yard run by the quarterback, Vinny Schmidt, and that might be the dagger.
3: That was a great read to not not give the ball on the jet sweep, and you don't know whether or not that's a call at the line, or that's something where Schmidt gets to make that decision on reading the defense, but whichever it was, whether it was a call from the sideline or Schmidt making that decision on where the defender was, that was a great read, a great call, and a great, great play, and right now... Hastings having a little trouble. Maybe they weren't expecting to score from the other side of the field, trying to get their uh, their extra point team out onto the
1: field. So they'll look to tack it on here. They've been three for three so far, and make it four for four on extra points. The Tigers lead twenty eight nothing over Alliance with exactly four minutes to go in the third quarter. We'll be back after this. on ESPN fifteen fifty.
12: That old bet of yours still got you tossing and turning at night. It's time to invest in better sleep. Let Furniture Direct in Hastings and a Beautyrest mattress provide you the solution. With a Beautyrest mattress, you'll get the legendary support of the pocketed coil technology plus air-cool memory foam for a cool, comfortable sleep. Get more than you expect with free local delivery with any Beautyrest mattress set purchase. Sleep in comfort again with a Beautyrest mattress from Furniture Direct, just south of Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. ESPN
0: 1550. K-I-C-S.
1: Brandon Peoples and Caleb Henry with you here from Hastings College. A beautiful night for high school football, and the Tigers have everything rolling for them tonight. They're up 28 nothing over the Alliance Bulldogs.
3: A big, big play there to, to get a touchdown. Go up four touchdowns, and when you say you want balance, right now in the game we've got Hastings for 142 yards through the air, and now with that big 54-yard run, 143 yards on the ground, it doesn't get... Much more balanced than that. 142 and 143
1: for the Hastings Tigers. Everything clicking tonight. Tigers now will kick the football off. Cynic's kick going to be fielded at the 30-yard line. One of the receivers was tripped and immediately hit by a couple of different Tigers. They'll have the
7: ball right
1: near the 35-yard line. So the Bulldogs will try to get something going here on offense. They had just not had a lot of success at all tonight. I know they're a little banged up. We talked a little bit uh, before the game got going to some of the Alliance folks and said there are a number of players injured for Alliance. They don't have a, a very deep roster. If you look over the sideline, not a bunch of players out there. So Hastings definitely has numbers on Alliance. And off this time, we'll go to Tyler Trout on up the left side. Some running room and keeps on his feet down to the 48 yard line. A pickup of about eight or
10: nine.
1: So it's positive yardage on that play, brings up second down and two.
10: And if you're Hastings, you,
1: you don't want to give up eight, nine, ten
3: yards on a play, but if you tackle them inbounds, that clock keeps rolling. And as they hold a four touchdown lead, that's something that they want maybe run out the rest of the clock here and get the ball back, maybe force a turnover, continue to run the ball as well as they have.
1: Owen Shumadine under center for the Bulldogs, rolling out to his right. Now goes deep, and it's incomplete, Brody overthrown, for intended for Brody, Brody, Brennan. Brody Brennan. I think Brennan actually was more of a, a check-down receiver there, bringing up third and two. If you look at the rest of the schedule here for these teams, Tigers next week have a tough, tough task. They're going to take on McCook here. It's a home game for the Tigers, and then they'll go on the road at Lexington, finish the season against Holdridge on October 21st. Alliance, they've got to go to uh, back home to play Sydney, and then two road games to close out at Gearing and Scotts Bluff. So This is our last real long travel game of the year. Third down and two, and the pile moves forward there after Jack Matolko with a nice, powerful run. Gets the first down, moves the sticks inside Hastings' territory.
3: And that's more of what we were expecting to see coming into the game. A couple long runs getting into a short third down and then giving it to the fullback straight ahead for, for three yards. and that's really just has not come to fruition for
1: Alliance throughout the first part of this game. First and ten bulldogs quick pass out to the right side caught out there by Brody brennan brennan uh, wrestled down by kate adler and a couple of others looks like tate pfeiffer in there as well well the guys on offense making the big plays on defense and that's a nice game though by brennan for about six yards
3: That is the thing. A lot of Alliance players are having to play two ways. Not a lot of depth behind them, but Hastings also playing a lot of guys two ways. It looks like they've got more depth, maybe some more healthy bodies on the sideline, but the guys making big plays on one side of the ball for Hastings are doing so on the other side as well.
1: Well, A handoff right up the middle. Looks like Tyler Trout, the ball carrier, doesn't get very far. Does get a couple, though, and that makes it manageable on third and one.
9: And also 87, Bring up a third down and one.
1: So they have it at the Hastings 39-yard line. A good drive going here, but they want to keep it going. If you're the Bulldogs, down four scores.
3: Just a minute and a half left in this third quarter. Alliance needs to get something on the board to get into the fourth quarter. Give themselves a little bit of light.
1: Tigers trying to keep their uh, composure at the line. Almost had a guy jump off of, off sides there. Running play goes up to the left. Tyler Trout able to get the first down up to the 36-yard line.
9: So that moves the
1: chains. Clock stops momentarily as they set the ball at 113 mark. And now it starts running. Just a sweep play out to the left for
3: Trout and gets everything that they need and this, this drive looks like what we thought
1: we were going to see out of Alliance coming into the game. First down. Owen Shelmodyne rolls out looking to pass. And it's going to be intercepted. Boy, that was tipped in the air. The receiver had it in his hands and uh, just bobbled it momentarily. It went up in the air. And Tate Pfeiffer was right behind him, able to oh, scoop it in.
3: That was a great play. It was, it was a good
1: pass. Alliance did everything right as
3: soon as it got to the receiver, though. There was a big hit late, and Tate Pfeiffer was waiting just underneath. it in, gets the turnover as we get close to the end of the third. That was a big
1: thing, yeah, the hit really caused that turnover. So now another stalled drive, and the Tigers are in business here with 52 seconds left in the third quarter, up 28-0. They'll send Laux in motion. Right up the middle, though, goes Tate Pfeiffer, Up to the 40, spins around, stays on his feet somehow. That was a good play by him to not fall down there as he got hit by Tyler Trout. Gains about 15 yards on the play, a great play by Pfeiffer.
3: I think Pfeiffer may have seen on their last drive, Schmidt made the big run. Pfeiffer wants his own big run right now, refusing to go down, but that's exactly what he's done throughout the first, now almost completed three quarters. He'll get hit just keeps his legs moving, makes a spin move, gets to the next level, and it takes a couple of Alliance guys to bring him down.
1: So inside, 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Vinny Schmidt operating out of the pistol. Three receiver set. He'll keep it this time. Goes with a short pass up the near sideline to Connor Laux. He's now going to reverse his field. He's got some running room out to the 35-30 for the 25 and brought down. Tackle made out there by uh, Bryant Wilson, and eight seconds remain on the clock as uh, Hastings takes it all the way inside the 22-yard line.
3: That was a big play, and just when you think Hastings is just going to run it out, they bring everyone into the middle and just throw it out into the flat, and Lauch makes a big run and just big, big gashing plays right now helping the Tigers, and it's not what Alliance wanted to come out of halftime and go through the third quarter. Well, we
1: are through three quarters of play here at Lloyd-Wilson Field, and it's 28-0, Hastings leads Alliance. We're back for the fourth quarter right after this on ESPN 1550. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about
10: providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call.
6: Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance.
0: ESPN 1550
1: KICS Brandon Peoples and Caleb Henry back with you here in Hastings Tigers leading Alliance 28 nothing. glad you could be with us here for this one tonight and now Kate Adler off the jet sweep gets across the 20 and he's going to be tackled by Br- uh, Brandon Bramer well I'll tell you what they got a lot of B names here on this, <laughs> this roster it's Bradens, Brodies, and Brendens, and Bradens and Bryant And Bailey. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) Apparently, uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, those are some popular names. Second down and eight for the Tigers at the uh, 20 yard line. Handoff goes snow. It's going to be kept by Laux.
10: Had me fooled.
1: Locke's able to wrestle his way across the 15 down to about the 12. That moves the sticks. It's a first down. First down and 10
9: for the Tigers at the 11-yard 11 11 yard
1: line. Tigers now have it at the 11-yard line. Vinny Schmidt coming off the field here as uh, gets the play from the coach. Willing to run a lot of clock there. There.
3: Not really worried about a delay of game, just going to use as much time as possible.
1: First and ten. And uh, now they may have to call a timeout here, and they will. 10.51 to go in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead at 28-0, we're going to step aside let you hear from more of our sponsors. We'll be back after this.
5: When a customer comes into Bob Sass Flowers and sees an item that strikes their fancy, there's sort of a subtle widening of the eyes and a raising of an eyebrow that lets us know our gift selection is still unique enough to get that reaction. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers, and we continue to be the land of oohs and ahs with our ever-changing, ever-updating gift selections. Come see us. Real people, real love. Flowers and gifts from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings.
0: ESPN 1550
1: KICS The Tigers have it at the Alliance 11 yard line on first and 10. They'll send a man in motion and they'll fake the handoff on the jet sweep instead it goes right up the middle to who else Tate Pfeiffer and Pfeiffer right into the end zone for the touchdown from 11 yards out and I believe that's his third touchdown of the night that one comes from eleven yards out. Pfeiffer just having himself a whale of a game tonight. Alex Pedroza. That's exactly what you'd like to see. Yeah.
3: Had a little bit of trouble setting up the play, called a timeout, come out of the timeout and strike right away.
1: Alex Pedroza to put the extra point through. He does. Is good. Five for five there tonight. And the Tigers have themselves a 35 to nothing lead now with 1045 to go in this one. We'll be back for the kickoff right after this. Okay.
8: Cully Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings.
0: ESPN 1550,
1: KICS. Campus of Hastings College, Tigers with a 35-0 lead now over Alliance, and now we get the running clock with the 35-point rule. And yeah, that is Tate Pfeiffer's third
3: rushing touchdown. He's got 19 yards on 18 carries, staying just ahead of his quarterback, who's got five attempts for 74 yards and one touchdown himself with Pfeiffer. As you said, having a whale of a game. He was the workhorse in the first half, and he's definitely continued that here in the second
1: half. Tigers may start bringing in some uh, extra bodies here from the lower levels. Kickoff going to be bounce at the 20-yard line. It'll be picked up by uh, Brody Brennan who's still on his feet, out across the 40, now pushes the pile forward up across midfield, a good return, well over 30 yards on that return up the far sideline.
3: And that might be what Hastings has been, kind of doing that pooch, that pooch kick, not giving a whole lot of return lanes because when they do kick it, maybe those 5 or 10 yards extra that, that they haven't been so far, that opens up a big return lane. And Alliances, to their credit, put themselves in a good position getting back to midfield
1: so Lions sets up with a four receiver set pretty much having to abandon the running game now which is their bread and butter new quarterback in there airing it out down the right sideline and it's incomplete it was intended for uh, let's see who's that intended for Brendan Brammer. Derek Morrison the quarterback who's coming he's seen some time and this is one of those
3: two quarterbacks that have played for alliance so far this year Shelmadine and Morrison and Shelmadine has has been the guy so far Morrison now coming in trying to earn
1: a few more minutes uh, a senior for Alliance second and ten now Morrison looking to throw quick pass caught out there by Brody Brennan in the flat, a short gain
9: pass Brody out Brandon.
1: near the 45 yard line we and got he a man down, down.
9: He is number 60,
1: looks like one of the linemen may have uh, come up a little slow he's got his helmet off maybe a blow to the head, I'm not sure
3: Wasn't able to quite see what went on in there. There was a lot of contact coming through. Hastings is still bringing a lot of pressure as this game uh, begins to wrap up. Nine minutes left in the fourth.
1: Well, Lions already with one player uh, with con- with a concussion on the roster. Kate Pfeiffer, uh, not sure when that occurred, but uh, he's he's not playing tonight due to a concussion here. And you hope that uh, this player doesn't have that. That's uh, Lane Lauder. One of their uh, big playmakers on defense. And he may be done for the night. He'll step out to the sideline on his own power. Alliance will line up at the line of scrimmage. Third down and seven now out of the huddle. Derek Morrison. Out of the shotgun, the four receiver set. Looking to throw, goes left, and it's picked off. Picked off by Hastings. Zane Bender up the sideline. And he's gonna he's gonna take it in for six. It, it is a fifty six yard pick six for Zane Bender. And that just adds salt to the
3: wound and right now it looks like me. Morrison in at quarterback is more of a passing quarterback. That's what they did for the three plays that they had right there. Hastings just sitting back, and Bender taking complete advantage, taking it all the way, 50-plus yards, as you said, and really pushing this this game a little bit farther.
1: And the kick is up, and it is good. So the kicker, Alex Pedrosa, now 6-for-6 on PAT attempts. And Hastings leads it 42 to nothing. We'll be back after this.
0: ESPN
9: 1550
1: KICS Back with you here at uh, Hastings College Campus 42-0 Tigers lead the Bulldogs Everything Working for the Tigers tonight And now they'll get set to kick off once again Short kick Going to be hauled in there by Brendan Bremer, and he's going to be hit at the 31-yard line.
9: Brendan Bremer on the
1: return. Nice hit there by it's like the Kate, Adler.
10: Kate Adler.
1: A lot of these Hastings players having themselves a good game. Kate Adler's had a nice game. Tate Pfeiffer. Zane First Bender now. Line, interesting to hear from Coach Shoemaker. This is really probably the most complete game the Tigers have played all season. You wanted balance, and balance is exactly what
3: they've had. And they've they've also done a great job of holding Alliance down as well, not giving up a whole lot of big plays, and right now holding a shutout.
1: Morrison, actually new quarterback under center now, as it's going to be a running play up the right side. Jace Bauer, the uh, running back there, picks up four. That quarterback is uh, Mason Heemstra now. Five eight, hundred forty pounds, sophomore. So everybody getting a chance to get in on this one for Alliance. Well, have to bear with us as we learn some new names here. Second down and seven. Heemstro, with uh, the eye formation behind him. Handoff. A uh, little pitch out to the right uh, left side. Jace Bauer, the ball carrier. And it's gonna bring up a third down as he gets about a yard. Play some other scores here of note if you're interested. St. Cecilia, Donovan Trumbull, good one going up north. Cardinals leading fourteen to nothing in the fourth quarter. That game over on KJS tonight. Meanwhile, Carney trailing Millard North twenty seven to seven as they play in the third quarter over on Classic Hits ninety eight nine. Third and six for the Bulldogs. As a handoff goes right up the middle, look like uh, Braden Cruz, the ball carrier, he gets uh, twisted around, does get a couple.
3: Fourth down. The names and numbers may have changed, but the philosophy has been the exact same. They're going to run the ball, give it to the fullback for a couple yards, and that's what you saw with
1: Matulka in there too. So fourth and four. Here's an update in Class D2. Blue Hill and Lawrence Nelson. Uh, right now the Raiders leading Blue Hill 20-14 to 14 as they play in the I third quarter. I matchup of undefeated teams there in Class D2. Get a timeout called by the Bulldogs. 6.35 left in the fourth quarter. Hastings up 42 to nothing. We'll be back after this.
4: Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And Edward. we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com.
0: ESPN 1550,
1: KICS. All right, we come back here on fourth down for Alliance as they look like they're going to punt this one away from their own 38-yard line. I believe that's Connor Lauk's back deep. It's a high snap over the punter's head, and he's going to have to fall down on that one, and he's going to be brought down inside the 20 down to the 16. I mean, it's just been a little inexperienced there by some of these Alliance players. haven't had a lot of playing time there, and takes a little learning curve there sometimes when you yeah, are yeah. snap, the long He's snapper
3: so that'll be another one that ends up as a as a turnover on downs and Hastings as they get some more bodies into the game some reserves getting some playing time already in the red zone
1: now we get a flag might be too many men on the field let's see well I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. Substitution infraction on the Tigers. Oh! Five, okay. A substitution infraction called on the Tigers. That'll back him up about five yards.
3: Alex Swoboda in at quarterback now, and
1: now we get a. <laughs> Flag on the other side of the field before the play can get off penalty marker on the field. Ball starter gets
9: the offense. It's still
1: now it's going to go against Hastings. So a couple of penalties here and Tigers after getting that really big big uh, inner or uh, turnover on downs here going backwards. Handoff goes up the middle. Ball carried by. A new player in the game. I don't have his number. <laughs> Twenty-three. Making the
10: David
3: Bauer.
1: Well, it could be Luke Wilkie, possibly.
3: From the sound of the PA announcer, they're not sure. They, they might not have that number either. Oh,
1: take a look here. I don't. I just and now Anderson in that quarterback. So moving things around. Hanoff going uh, up the middle. Ball carried that time by uh, Brady Anderson. Actually never handed the football off. It looked like he handed it off to uh, number 32, who's not on the roster. We had a lot of uh, unnamed un- uh, people here playing for the Tigers. Once that's 82. That's 82 at Grant Hofeld. off now going left side Luke Wilkie the ball carrier inside the 10-yard line Luke
7: Wilkie,
1: picks up a little more than nine yards brings up fourth down for the Tigers a plethora of substitutions now for the Tigers as they sub about 9 10 maybe even 11 new players out on the field Loki will bring the play in from the sideline. Tigers in no hurry. They may even take a delay game here. Now they're going to snap it, hand it off. No, the quarterback will keep it. That's Brady Anderson, and he's pushed back
9: Brady down Anderson to the
1: 10-yard line, and that'll be a turnover on downs for Hastings, but it won't matter.
9: Stop toward the line D. Making the stop is number 8, Gary
1: Anderson. So the Tigers are going to move to 4-2. and two. As you mentioned, they have a big game coming up next week. They're going to host McCook, who's uh, always a tough op- opponent for anybody in Class B. Alliance—they are at home next week as well. They'll take on a—they'll uh, take on uh, Sydney next week. Alliance takes over at their own nine-yard
3: line. Looks like Mason Heemstra staying in at quarterback for
1: Alliance. We got an equipment malfunction here for one of the Hastings players. One of the shoulder pads not tucked in properly. And we're ready to go. First and 10 for Heemstra. Hand off up the middle. And goes forward for a couple. Looks like uh, Jason Bauer, the uh, running back. That brings up second down and eight.
3: A lot of players running in and off the field. Some more, some more guys getting in, and that's something good to see. Both coaches recognizing where the game's at, getting some more kids some
1: playing time here at the end of this ball game. On second and seven, they'll hand it off up the middle. Ball carried by Braden Cruz, who gets out to the 20-yard line and should have enough for the first
9: down. Braden Cruz on here. Making something to six feet, Adams. Number 11, Brady
3: that looked like it was there and at this point in the game you look over at the sticks and you say yeah that's close enough move them up for another 10
1: <laughs> clock tick ticking away here at two and a half minutes we've been on a running clock most of the fourth quarter 42 nothing. the Tigers lead if you're just joining us it's been all Hastings tonight there's a pitch out to the right side Jace Bauer the ball carrier Another nice run up near the 25-yard line. If you're wondering about McCook, they uh, we don't have a scoring yet for their game. Uh, they're playing uh, Scott's Bluff tonight. The, again, that's Hastings' opponent next week. They are 4-1 this season, losing to York last week, who York's a, a solid football team as well. Well, that will be no easy task. Alliance lost to Alli- uh, lost to McCook 34-0 a couple weeks ago.
3: As with a lot of years in Class B, the road runs through McCook.
1: And <laughs> that yeah, quarterback with a nice run there, Mason Heemstra, able to get the first down after a nice 11-yard run. That will move the sticks.
9: Heemstra
3: he he gets in after the first couple quarterbacks, but he really showed some great quickness. That's something good for Alliance down the road. He got out of the backfield, made a quick decision, and split through a couple Tigers defenders. Big gain and something good for him. Mo- keep moving the sticks.
1: First and ten at the 32-yard uh, line. A uh, quick pass out in the flat to McLean Adamson, who's in the ball game. And then he's going to get wrestled down now on the far sideline after a short gain of about four.
3: We're down to about
1: just uh, half a minute left in this ball game.
3: One, maybe two more plays for Alliance.
1: Second and eight. As Mason Hiestand will be there for one more play probably had a ball on the ground and it looks like it's recovered by Hastings and it is but the Tigers won't even get a snap off here as the clock's gonna run down that is your ballgame Hastings wins it here tonight 42 to nothing over the Alliance Bulldogs The Tigers move to four and two while the Bulldogs fall to three and three.
9: (laughs) Hastings is playing well
1: in all phases of the game tonight. They get uh, scores on offense, scores on defense. Did not score on special teams, but uh, played a great game all around. It really really was an all-around
3: game for Hastings. as they, They wanted that balanced offense, and that's what they got. They were also playing a stifling defense and on special teams. There weren't a lot of plays to happen, but... They didn't give up the big play, and I think that was something that they were doing with those pooch kicks, not letting it get
1: to Alliance's playmakers in the open field. So again, Hastings wins it big here tonight out at Lloyd Wilson Field. We'll step aside, come back, take a look at all the uh, statistics, and we'll hear from head coach Charlie Shoemaker in just a bit. Stay tuned. You're listening to post-game coverage on KICS.
0: The play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show on ESPN 1550
4: KICS.
9: Located in Sutton.
0: It's time now for the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS.
1: All right, back here at uh, the press box here at Hastings College 42 0. The Tigers win it over the Bulldogs. Player of the game, boy, if I'm picking anybody, I got to go with Tate Pfeiffer. He had three touchdowns, uh, an interception, what, 98 yards? 98 yards, just short of getting past the century mark, but Donald
3: averaged 5.4 Donald a carry. That's really a testament. He just kept keeping his feet moving. And then on defense, he gets Donald in at linebackers, comes up with a big interception, and that was another one of those plays that stifled
1: alliance on any momentum they had going. Yeah, Tate for the workhorse tonight, and uh, they uh, they called upon him tonight to, have a, to, to get something going in the running game, which Hastings has not had going their way the last few games, and boy, he really answered the call of duty tonight. So, again, as I mentioned, Tigers win big 42 to nothing over Alliance. We'll take a break, come back. We'll have uh, Coach Shoemaker hopefully up here in just a minute for the uh, Coley Pipe and Steel Coaches interview coming up in just a moment.
0: You've been listening to The Player of the Game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. It's up next on ESPN 1550 KICS.
5: When a customer comes into Bob's Sass Flowers and sees an item that strikes their fancy, there's sort of a subtle widening of the eyes and a raising of an eyebrow that lets us know our gift selection is still unique enough to get that reaction. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers, and we continue to be the land of oohs and ahs with our ever-changing, ever-updating gift selections. Come see us. Real people, real love. Flowers and gifts from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings.
0: The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe, and Steel, 405 West South Street
1: in Hastings. And we will hear from Coach Charlie Shoemaker here in just a moment, but before we do, let's run down some stats.
3: Yeah, and it was uh, the, the big game for... Hastings really keeping it balanced in the first half continued in the second half as they go for 366 total yards Alliance did come a little did come alive a little bit in that second half moved it out to 159 total yards Alliance had 68 yards through the air 91 yards on the ground which is something we were more expecting them to get into as they definitely got that rolling with a couple bigger plays in the second half Hastings however 174 yards passing 192 yards on the ground You want that rushing game to complement the passing game that they had going really, really well. Kept a balanced offense, and when you look at time of possession, really even as the game wore on, Alliance burned a lot of time in the second half. Fumbles, though, Alliance gave up a couple, and they gave up one at the very end, so not sure how much that really plays into the end of the game. Alliance was led in rushing by Tyler Trout, who had 10 attempts for 39 yards. Jack Matolka, their fullback, 9 attempts for 27 yards. Hastings, well, as we problem. said, the player of the game, and Tate Pfeiffer, 18 problem. attempts, 98 yards rushing, you three touchdowns. The quarterback, the Vinnie Schmidt, five attempts, 74 yards. Of course, when you get a 54-yard run, that really helps the average. 14-8, a uh, carry as he also got a, that one touchdown run and receiving. Not a lot of passes caught or thrown for Alliance, but Brody Brennan caught three receptions for 27 yards. Brendan Bremer caught one, one pass for 38 yards, and then Hastings, Connor Locks, caught seven passes, 88 yards. Cade Adler, five catches, 55 yards, and Zane Bender, who also had an interception return for a touchdown,
1: had two catches for 25 yards. All right, we're going to hear from Coach Shoemaker in a moment. Back with the Coley Pipe and Steel postgame show right after this.
8: Cully Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings.
0: ESPN 1550,
1: KICS. Back here on the Coley Pipe and Steel Coaches post-game show with uh, Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Boy, uh, you came out. Uh, you, I know you wanted to establish a run. You did that tonight. Tate Pfeiffer had a big game for you.
10: Yeah, I mean, we were real pleased with, with our, our mix offensively. Um, I kind of maybe expected them to go to that three front after last week. They did it, and uh, we were still able to throw effectively against it,
3: too, but I, I thought that that would open up the run game a little bit for us, and, uh, and it did. It looked a lot like you were using your run game to open up the pass game as you wanted to come in and establish that run game, be a more balanced offense, and you ran for almost 200 yards in the game from what we have up here, yeah. passed for about a buck seventy-five. Talk about your balanced offense and then opening up those passing lanes out wide, especially getting the ball into the flat and making some open plays. Yeah, I mean, that's,
10: uh, that's what we want to be. We want to be a balanced team. We've got a lot of guys that can make plays. Um, and I think all of them contributed in some factor tonight. I think all the receivers got some kind of look. And uh, so, you know, obviously, um, our line play was good at times. You know, we, we had some mistakes, but uh, they came along real well this week. I noticed on special teams a lot
1: of times when you kick off, you're kicking it short. Was that intentional?
10: Yeah, we do that all the time. They're supposed to be kicking it a little bit deeper. So Coach Paulo was a little bit frustrated at uh, some of them, but uh, we like to try to pin that thing down on up the twenty, and then uh, gang tackle with our guys there, and, and hopefully they get it about the thirty. We were a little short on that tonight, and uh, so he'll be he'll be cleaning that up this week.
3: <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball, Alliance was looking to to establish a power running game, and. Your defensive line and linebackers really didn't let that happen at all. And then when they went to the passing game, your defensive backs weren't letting anyone get open. Maybe talk a little bit about your defense and not really allowing anything to get going for Lions. Well, I tell you, our defensive coaches did a great job
10: of uh, really getting together a great plan. Um, every time they came out in their formation, we had a check, a different check. So we had a lot on our plate this week defensively, and uh, and we got things. He's organized there, and they got in the right spot, got where they needed to be. Uh, Connor Laux is our safety in the back end, and, and he just directs traffic so well back there. Um, we're, we're real confident in what he can do back there.
1: Uh, I, I think I was a little surprised uh, just the, the lopsidedness of the score. I, I, I figured the Lions would have a little more fight. Did that surprise you? Absolutely. I think they're a very, very good team. Um, I don't know. I don't know what
10: happened. If they're banged up, I don't think so. Um, but, uh, you know, they... They went toe-to-toe with McCook for three quarters last week. And uh, they're a good football team. they got a really physical team. And I I don't know, maybe we just played really well tonight or whatever. But uh, we got on them early, and I think that made a big difference. And then uh, I thought the play of the, the game was uh, right before half when they were down inside the 30, and we stopped them. And, um, and then we ran the clock out. I thought that was
3: probably the play of the game. Speaking of McCook, and as I understand it, there wasn't any school today, so is that something you guys are maybe talking with administrators about, not having school when McCook comes to town? Look <laughs> at how well your players happen to play today. <laughs> well, I'll see what they say, but
10: I'm pretty sure I know the answer to that. <laughs> um, but, you know, I thought our kids did a really good job. You know, we brought them in this morning, got them out of bed, and then uh, had our team meal at four, so uh, they did a nice job of keeping things regular, and um, I thought we just played well.
1: Yeah, we talk about McCook. They're coming in, and it's always a tough game when you play the Bison, but can a win like this springboard you to, to maybe play very well next week?
10: Well, I mean, I would think so. You know, I think our confidence is very high. Um, they're obviously year in and year out a top five team, you know, but uh, if we want our program to get where we want it to get, I mean, you're going to have to to beat teams like that, and here's the opportunity.
1: And you get them at home, too, which yeah. is a, always a plus.
3: Coach, a great win at home, and good luck the rest of the season. Thanks for coming up.
1: All right, thanks, guys. Again, that's Charlie Shoemaker, head coach of the Hastings Tigers. They win big tonight over Alliance, 42 to nothing. We'll come back and wrap things up here from Hastings College after this. Lloyd Wilson Field, the Osborne Family Sports Complex. Tigers win big here tonight, forty-two to nothing, as they improve to four and two on the season. They'll go back, as we mentioned, they'll have McCook here next week. That'll be a tough game. Then they close out the season at Lexington, and then back here at home against Holdridge on October 21st to finish the season. Alliance they fall to three and three. They're home next week to Sydney. Then they stay out in the Panhandle as They'll wrap up the season on the road at Gearing and Scotts Bluff over the final two weeks. See if we can update you real quick on some other scores around the area. St. Cecilia and Donovan Trumbull playing a, a good football game up in Class C2 tonight, and uh, St. Cecilia falls by a final score of 14 to nothing. That game was heard on twelve thirty 30 KHAS tonight. While Adams Central, meanwhile, they are trailing in a good one uh, against Grand Island Central Catholic they are in the fourth quarter right now trailing GICC by a score of 13 to nothing and one more update here class D2 for you Lawrence Nelson and Blue Hill the battle of undefeateds a good game going on down there in Lawrence it is in the fourth quarter 28 to 23 uh, Lawrence Nelson leads Blue Hill as a top 5 matchup both schools
3: yeah make sure if you want to hear all of these scores Switch it on over to Classic Hits 98.9, 1230K, Merit Loss, and the whole gang back there. We'll be bringing you all of the finals, including this one here, and top tens from around the state. So
1: well, that's going to do it for us here for our game tonight. I want to thank you for listening, and thank you to all of our sponsors. And I want to say thanks also to Stephanie Brewbaker, Engineering Things, back at our studios. For Caleb Henry, for Caleb Henry I'm Brandon Peoples saying so long from Hastings.
0: The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Cully, Pipe & Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio
7: Sports, ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings.